The truth hurts. Maybe not as much as jumping on a bicycle with a seat missing, but it hurts. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. Hello, my name is Oodles. Relax while I gently ease you into our cult of procrastination. Joining me today. B stands for boisterous, beguiling and bigot, but to us it stands for biggie. Hello. <laughs> Big it up. Big it up. <laughs> also, C stands for crotch, coming and cocksure, but to us it stands for candy. I can also think of something else it stands for. Yes, so can I. Crabs. <laughs> G stands for gallop, gorgeous, and gargoyle. But to us, it stands for gadget. You know what? I'll take those. I'll take those. I'm happy with that. Mm. Better than crab. And last, <laughs> but by no means least, S stands for sausage, stickleback, and supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. But to us, it stands for stig. He may or may not be joining us on this episode. He might pop in <laughs> whenever for he wants. Where the fuck is he? Where is he? He's, he's late. He could just pop in at any time. So expect that. Maybe near the end. <laughs> but or if maybe he, if he he's doesn't got turn the up, shits. No, 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 no. He's here somewhere. He's here somewhere. But you're back, Biggie. How are you, mate? I ain't seen you since last year. Yeah, I mean, I can't I'm, see uh... you now. Your camera's not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about ninety percent. I think I still got a bit of a cough that I had, which was while I was off last week. I had a fever and stuff. So, yeah, hopefully I'm all right now. Thank you. I missed everybody, but I enjoyed the pod anyway. Yeah, hey, it's really you too. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you're on the mend. I'm still as poorly as I've been since August. I think. <laughs> 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 Just having the, the death rattle year now. This is this, this is the end. Yeah. yeah, I'll try and mute my uh, my mic if I start to have a thing going on. So. <laughs> it's killing me, man. It's killing, every time I start laughing, it hurts. But it's all good. Candy, you good? I'm all right. Feeling healthy, actually. Pretty good. Yeah. All right, rub it in. Rub it in. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit Gadget, of smugness around that, wasn't there? A little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good apart from my knees hurt from the gym today. But other than that, that's just me getting old and lifting heavy weights. Oh, it was knee day, was it? It was it, it was it was squats, Romanian deadlifts, and um, those squats where you put one foot up on the bench. Oh, that was awful. My knee just cracked thinking about that. Yeah, my my left knee is not happy right now. I'm old and <laughs> old and falling bits. I've got a pro tip <laughs> for that, by the way. Don't do it. Don't fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Brap, brap, brap. And Stig, how are you doing? I'm all right, me. I'm Stig. Excellent. Brilliant. I'm glad you're all right, pal. Right. Let's just get on with the show. And it's time for the first ever this year official Biggest Breaking News featuring Biggie. Yes. You may already know, but he doesn't because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. Okay. All the patrons, all the patrons, all the patrons, all the patrons, all the patrons. <laughs> now put your money up. Back on the pod, I just spoke up. I'm doing my own little thing. Decided to dip. Now you want a trip? Cause another listener noticed me. 
I'm up on them, they're up on me Don't pay them any attention Just have my news for three good years You can't be mad at me Cause if you like my news, you put an ear to it If you like my news, you put an ear to it Don't be mad once you see the biggies on it If you like my news, then you put an ear to it Oh, 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 You know what's even funny about that? The fact that I know you were dancing then and we can't see him because his camera don't work. And I that, actually that is the worst was. Bit. <laughs> I even put on a black leotard for it as well. I bet you did. I bet you did. Oh, and I bet you look gorgeous. <laughs> but we'll never know. We'll never know. Come on, what's we'll been happening know. in the world of entertainment? Well, Rocksteady lifts Suicide Squad Alpha NDA in apparent bid to counter damning previews. <laughs> So, final previews for Rocksteady's up-and-coming action game, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice, were muted. And the knives apparently be out from many mainstream outlets. The reception has seemingly blunted the game's marketing momentum, and the powers at Warner Brothers have made the unorthodox, seemingly unprecedented decision to prematurely lift the non-disclosure agreement binding players of November's closed alpha test. They announced it on Twitter. Rocksteady have encouraged players who took part to share their own experiences of the game. It's quite a risky move, but the developers created a digital bat signal broadcasting an open call to action. To the amazing players who tested the game, please feel free to talk and write about your gameplay experience. And everyone I mean, they said must be pretty confident. <laughs> I mean, they must be pretty confident it's improved. But at the same time, the reviews can't really have got much worse than they did originally. There was some previews earlier in the week, like a, pre- like a press preview event. And... Um, the, the, the press weren't happy with it. IGN came out saying that they didn't enjoy it. But then IGN put a video out saying that they really didn't like the Flash boss fight because he was too fast. So I'm wondering uh, if this uh, is going what? to be like that whole Cuphead thing again with that, <laughs> where the guy couldn't get out of the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> the Flash is too fast. What an idiot. Um, <laughs> I think the problem is people are expecting this game to be something it's not. They're expecting, They're expecting it to be another Batman new- game. Yeah, and yeah. it's clearly, clearly that it just the only thing that's really putting me off is that you've got these like iconic characters and they're all just shooting generic guns. Makes no yeah, sense y- y- to me. You would think Captain Boomerang would be using his boomerang more. And 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 yeah, it, it's just I mean Harley Quinn's got a bat and stuff like that, but they're all just shooting like guns. It makes no sense. But <laughs> gotta wait, aren't you? You gotta wait. You can't you can't judge a trailer. By its gameplay or book by its cover, whatever you want to say. Let's see what happens when that comes out at a, a massive 72% Metacritic when it does. You think it's going to get that yeah, high? it's a weird one, isn't it? Cause I, played, Seven, I think 72. I played Arkham Asylum, City, really enjoyed them. I didn't finish um, Batman, what was it, Gotham Knight or whatever it's called? <laughs> Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, I said. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I sort of started getting into it, but I didn't like the controls of the, the Batmobile. But they generally are good at what they do, but because they've gone off slightly kilter and everyone's just kicked off about it, haven't they? It's like a live service sort of idea, isn't it? I just think I just think people's nostalgia for those Arkham games are clouding them a little bit. They were really good at the time, but if you play them now, they're not on the level of like Spider-Man 2 or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just, they're just not. I, I, Arkham Asylum holds up. City's pretty good. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Arkham Knight suffered because it had a lot of really good stuff in it, but then they just forced you too much into the Batmobile. 
Yeah. You weren't in the Batmobile that much in that game. Yeah, you fucking were. You weren't. The final, boss fight, the final boss fight was all in the Batmobile. All the Riddler trophies you got through the fucking Batmobile. Nah. Mm, I suppose the majority of that game it. that I played so far where I got to was pretty much in the Batmobile. I, I, yeah. I didn't mind it. I, I like them all, but I, I mean, never, it, it, I never it, loved them all. It's not a bad game. Arkham Knight isn't a bad game. It just could have no, been better if you, did, if, you weren't, if you weren't in the back tank all the time. Yeah. Oh, you weren't playing it on PC? Or you weren't playing on PC. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, let's see what happens to kill the Justice League. (sighs) Whatever. Next. Grounded 2 documentary will spill the beans, sorry Oodles, on the making of The Last of Us 2. Naughty Dog has announced the uh, Grounding 2 documentary, shining a light on the production of its mega sequel. Um, As the video outlines, the documentary project began in 2018, but was abandoned due to COVID-19. Uh, pandemic. Now the footage has finally been edited down and it looks like it will um, touch on some of the sore subjects for the studio such as the crunch and of course the infamous leaks. The full doc will be available to watch on YouTube for free once it launches, although there's no specific date and it is a follow-up of course to the making of The Last of Us 1. The thing is, Neil Druckmann out of all um, creative leads he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't shy away from the dark side of it does he? No, he didn't on the last Grounded documentary he was like yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it. Is it good? Was, there was crunch. It was like, there was crunch, and if we wanted to make it work, it, we, this is what we did. You know what I mean? There was no, like, I don't know. There was no, do you know, did you see the um, God of War on the Cory Barlog one? And he was, like, saying, oh, we all love to be in. We all love doing extra shifts. I'm like, I'm sure. I'm sure they didn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they didn't, son. But, yeah, he's Neil Druckmann's never been, like, Afraid to be like, this is the dark side of our industry. So I, th- I think, I don't know. Let's see the if prob- it is what's and all. The, the, the problem is he can say that, but he also then participates in it. Yeah, that's the problem, mm. isn't it? It's like, does so it make it, it right just because you've yeah. said it? Yeah, like you can acknowledge that it's a bad thing and not do it. And not do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, do what, team, do what the, Team Cherry's doing. Having a, a reason- like, four-year holiday. <laughs> The only reason you have crunch in any form of software development is if you've managed the project poorly. That's what I think. Yeah, if you, if you've gone way over schedule, you've not planned it. Yeah, and then Crun- the board the board's just going, "Come on, we need this game out." Yeah, crunch crunch is a um, is a project management issue, not a developer issue. Correct, correct. But yeah, no, looking forward to that. Do you know the um, the remaster of two? Do I have to pay full whack for that? No, no, if you, no, it's a, like a tenor upgrade. Into that. Fucking into mm. that. It's time. Time to do it. Love that. Love that for me. Love that. Next. Uh, there's rumours of a Gears of War collection. It's been talked about in the gaming community. Rumours have been suggesting it's currently being tested internally by the Coalition. This collection is reported to be a remastered series of classic Gears of War games, possibly recreated using the Unreal Engine 5. There's no specifics of the collection, but it's anticipated to include the Ultimate Edition Gears 2, 3, 4, and Judgment Recreations. Is that coming on PlayStation? Apparently the news. <laughs> yeah. If only. I've not played any of them, so I'd love to uh, have a crack. I haven't. I'd have, a, I'd have a blast on them if I ever got a chance. I mean, I had the chance for a year. <laughs> one, 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 two, and three are great games. Four's all right. It was kind of a reboot. Judgment's fucking terrible. I, mm, I, 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 fell off. 
I watched you, Stig, and Deadbeat Punk, I believe, play the yep. DLC of one of them, and it looked of good. Five, yeah, yeah, it looked good. Busters. It looked fun. Yeah, no, no, five's five's really good. Um, mm-hmm. You did uh, good. Yeah, definitely the first trilogies. They're excellent. Judgment's so bad. Is it? Is it just really <laughs> shit? Yeah, it's it, it's one. It, it's like a post. Did it lose its way? Kind of, because you don't play as Marcus Phoenix in it, and he's not actually. I don't think he's, I can't remember if he's actually in the game at all. But it's it it's like they've tried to set it up as like a, a court martial, and so then you're going through like the actions which caused like some horrendous oh, atrocity that they flashbacks. did. So it's all flashbacks, and it's just Gears of War the courtroom drama. <laughs> yeah, and with like two characters, like with a handful of characters that you don't really give a shit about. Oh, fair enough. I, I do like third person like shoot shoot 'em up, so I reckon I'd enjoy that. One day I'll get an Xbox. I think given that Gears of War kind of created the uh, cover shooter genre, it does it the best. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, nothing bad to say about it whatsoever. Cool, next. Naoki Yoshida thinks that Final Fantasy Seventeen should be directed by someone new. Yoshida oh. was interviewed by Sony's Shushu, sorry, Shuhei Yoshida on the Game Maker's Notebook podcast and candidly discussed development of Final Fantasy fourteen and sixteen, as well as the future of the series. When jokingly asked if he's directing number 17, Yoshida replied that nothing had been decided yet. I've had the chance to work on two of these, 14 and 16, so maybe it's time for someone new, instead of having the same old guys handle the next one. I think in some ways it'd be good to have a look to the future and bring in a younger generation with more youthful mm. sensibilities to make a new Final Fantasy with challenges that suit today's world. I agree with him. I fully agree with that. Yeah, mm. I think so. How can you argue I think with like that? even 16 didn't quite... I, I still like, I loved it. I still don't think it quite meets, met the heyday of Final Fantasy 7, 8. But, if, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, if they came out now, it wouldn't hit as hard as it did back then. It just Because times have changed and the audience has changed. And people have... I think it's... um, They need to live up to the Western sensibilities. Do you know what they need to do? Which... If they wanted to be brave. Make the next mainline game a turn-based game. Yeah. Go back. I think people will be up for it. Yeah, go back. Cool. Just try it. Just just try it because there's a bit of a, been a bit of a resurgence of turn-based uh, RPGs again. Try it. Or do that try Dragon it. Quest I, thing that they do. Yeah, the Dragon Quest where it's, it kind of tricks you into believing it's not turn-based. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Final Fantasy twelve. Um, tw- twelve. Yeah, basically twelve. Twelve's my last favorite one. So twelve's immense. Yeah, it, that's the one that we're like, can we make it fast but also turn-based? Ah, oh, let's look at our brethren there at the side, these online multiplayer, massive multiplayer games that do that exact thing. But let's make that for single-player. And it worked incredibly. incredibly. But I, I just don't think they dare. I don't think they'd it. They'd feel like a step back, wouldn't they? But it wouldn't be to me. It wouldn't be to the diehard fans. We like yeah. a turn-based game. Love a turn-based game. Mm, mm. See it. See, see what happens. That's what I'd do. But that's going to be 10 years till we see the next final, mainline Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts <laughs> mm. first, surely. Give up. Oh, rebirth. God, what a series that's shockingly bad. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to whack you with my key. Oh, no. <laughs> How could that It's got mass- loads of fans, that, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, the cosplay. first one was awesome. They're wrong. Because they're wrong, yeah. yeah. Oh, imagine getting whacked by a big key. Going, ah, that fucking hurt. Heavy. <laughs> Bonk. I'm not Ouch. dead, but that hurt. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, 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 kind, I kind of think that key might kill you if you if he gets a headshot. Mm. Yeah, true. It's, hot. it's quite thick, isn't it? <laughs> it's made of fucking metal. It's a bat. <laughs> it's anyway, not a blade. Uh, it's certainly not a blade. The the, the OG Final Fantasy Seven uh, rebirths out in a few weeks, so let's just concentrate on that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just concentrate on that. That's going to be spellbinding. Next. Hyperkin has made a handheld Sega Genesis that plays original cards. The Mega 95 is equipped with a 5-inch screen. It can be docked to a TV if you want to play on a big screen with additional controllers plugged in. Um, Who's still got the Mega Drive games? I have no idea. Nope. Probably um, CEX. CEX send the probably charge you, what, 80 quid minimum for something like shit? It's got to be expensive, hasn't it, for Mega Drive cartridges now? Let's mm. have a look. Unless they've got 4,500 fucking copies of Echo the Dolphin that nobody wants. <laughs> God. Uh, Robocop versus Terminator without the manual, £28. This is too much. That's too much money. <laughs> Micro Machines 2 Turbo Tournament, which was a banger, £12. Good game. Oh, that that's worth 12 quid. Yeah. That's the one with the table, you know, the table and the bathtub and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, Sonic 3 without manual box, £32. That's too much money. God. It's too much money. Street, Fighter, I mean. Street Fighter 2 Special Champion uh, Champion Edition, 20 quid. Yeah. God, that's all right. That's, that's champion. That's, one. that's the one with T-Arc in it. Yeah. <laughs> Streets of Rage 2, 28 quid. That's a lot for Streets of Rage 2. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's, what, what, what's, what's the highest price? Rocket Knight's Adventure, that's the best Mega Drive game. Fatal Fury 2, the Aussie PAL edition, uh, 750 quid. Oh, what? Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Pirates of, P- Pirates of Dark Water, 480. <laughs> Death and, sure the just... Death and Return of Superman, 450. Mm, yummy. Mega Man, the, My- the Wily Wars in mint condition, 420 quid. Mega Man on Mega Drive? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. That don't work. Right? <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> this is a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Unless you've still got loads of Mega Drive games floating about. Oh, Genesis, if you're from America. Mint condition Echo the Dolphin, 250 quid. <laughs> Have you ever played Echo the Dolphin? It's shite. <laughs> Shit, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I used and to love it. And the last boss you fight is Xenomorph. <laughs> Makes some sense. It's not, is it? Yes. You Google last boss on Echo the Dolphin now and look at the images. It's a fucking Xenomorph. I didn't think I ever got past the first area. Nobody did. Nobody did. It's just one of those known things that you fight a xenomorph at the end. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what a ridiculous console as well. Ugh. Oh, no, don't be like that. I love my Mega Drive. Because that's all you had, because you were white that... trash. Oh, wow. PC. Yeah, I've just had a look. You've seen the xenomorph? It had blast <laughs> processing. Did it have blast processing? Of course. Sure, hon. <laughs> <laughs> sure, hon. <laughs> cool. Yeah, get that if you're a weirdo. Good luck to you. Next. Over to the world of film and TV. Golden Globes 2024. Oppenheimer and Succession swept up. They didn't they? So Oppenheimer was the big winner, taking home five awards, including the top prize. Uh, Cillian Murphy and Robert Downey Jr. were both... Sorry, Cillian Murphy. 
were both recognised for their acting performances, while Christopher Nolan won Best Director. Succession, yes, scored the most wins in the TV categories following its acclaimed fourth and final season. Uh, Barbie won the inaugural Box Office Achievement Award after grossing $1.4 billion worldwide. There were two wins for Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers and Poor Things, and one for Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. And the latter film stars Lily Gladstone was named Best Drama Actress, actress, making her the first Indigenous person to win the award, something she described as historic. The thing is, the only thing anyone was talking about was Jukoi. And his terrible, terrible mm. comedy. <laughs> you know what? I've not, I've not seen a second of his, his, um, his act. Wasn't it, wasn't it Ricky Gervais originally who did it last few? He used to do it. No, mm. no Ricky Gervais did it like five times. He hasn't done it in quite a while. Oh, and I used but, to rip into people and they hated it, didn't they? Well, yeah. yeah, Ricky Gervais was deliberately belligerent with the audience, but in a way that yeah. was funny. Yeah, whereas, people were laughing. Yeah, whereas Joe Coy was, was making like sexist jokes about Barbie. Great. I, I think just I think what we what, need. One of his jokes was uh, Oppenheimer was based on a 742-page Pulitzer Prize-winning book, whereas Barbie is a doll with big boobies. That was literally the joke. Do you know what you No one, nobody laughed then. Mm, nobody mm. laughed there. That's not funny, <laughs> Mister Joe Joko, or whatever it's called. In fact, Greta Gerwig was scowling at him. <laughs> you know, no one getting wrong side I of mean, Greta Gerwig. The only thing possibly in his defence was that he was only given a few days to prepare for the his jokes for the show, so he didn't have much time, I guess, to write. But whether that's fair or not, I don't know. Well, it's not fair, because half the jokes will have already been written by, by a Hollywood yeah. joke writer. He wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have wrote and, he, and he'll have chosen the jokes he wanted to say. Mm. Yeah. So, Even Ricky Gervais admitted that he didn't write half these jokes. I'm yeah. Like, he says, I'm not reading this. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know I, that, to be honest. I thought they prepared it, to be fair. They do prepare no. some of the jokes, some, some of, of the jokes, but like a lot got, of them. They've have got to get like, green lit, haven't they? Got green lit through the producers and stuff like that. So, so most of the time, like at least half of the half of the gags will be handed to the Mel Gibson time. related. <laughs> That's what she was like. <laughs> Don't talk about Epstein. Don't talk about him. We're sick of hearing it. <laughs> yeah, fucking love the shite. Next, I'm hosting them next year. Uh, Japanese animation legend Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, Miyazaki wow! Even say it. Has won his first Golden Globe. Has won his first Golden Globe award at the age of eighty-three for *The Boy and the Heron*. It marks the first mm. Golden Globe win for the non-English for a non-English animated feature. Billed as uh, Miyazaki's final feature, it's up against Disney productions such as *Wish* and *Elemental* in the animated feature category. It wasn't really a competition, there, was it? <laughs> no. Although I have to say I no. didn't mind Elemental. I've not seen Wish, but Elemental. Yeah, but it's not not to the standard of a fucking no. Miyazaki film. I know. Grow up, grow up. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Fucking now. I'm glad. I'm glad. Any more from there? Nope. <laughs> what amazing show it must have been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there might be a lot more, but that was the main bits that I thought were worth mentioning. Yeah. It's uh, no Oscars, is it? No. Are you going to say next, or should I just wait? Next, please. Thank you. I just can't see you, mate. I don't know what to, how, how to react. Are you looking at me? Are you looking at around? <laughs> Are you turned around? Is, if I, there's I a long pause, it means I'm waiting for you. <laughs> that doesn't always mean... That's not always the case. Come on, back me up, guys. I mean, you've had mm. long pauses in the middle of words before, Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because I'm trying to work out how to read them. 
Uh, there's more news trickling through the Last of Us season two casting with Caitlin. Is it Deva or Diva? I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that. Deva, Deva as Abby and Ellie Love Interest Dina with Isabella Merced or Merkhead, Merkhead, spoiler. Who recently starred in the film Rosaline and fellow Last of Us season two newbie Deva will play the role. So Deva's past TV credits include shows like The Last Man Standing, Justified, Unbelievable, and Dope Sick. On the film side, she's starting to feature such as Booksmart. Um, Rosalina obviously mentioned Next Goal Wins and No One Will Save You. Um, and then we also have Merkhead, known for starring in Dora and the Lost City of Gold, Sweet Girl, Father of the Bride, and The Transformers the Last Night. I've not seen any of them you've just reeled off. No. but Not one. I'm guessing they're confident. They did pretty good with the uh, first uh, season, The Last of Us. So I'm going to give them Pretty the, good the indeed. Caitlin Dever's going to have to hit the gym. Mm. Why is she not? Is she not hench? No, she's not really skinny. She's like Hollywood skinny. Yeah, but Hollywood gym routines do get you uh, jacked pretty fast. Oh yeah, they get the results. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure she'll be fine. Oh, they might be going a different direction where she's not jacked. Who knows? I mean, yeah, is it absolutely some golf practice? I don't know. Is it essential exactly? That's the thing. Is it? Shush! Don't 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 mention golf. Oh! <laughs> don't do it. There's people that have not played that game. Come on! Come yeah. on! Come on! Next. Uh, Mandalorian and Grogu are headed to the big screen. Directed by John Favreau and produced by Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy, and Dave Filoni. Um, they'll go, it will go into production later this year. So it finally gets its big screen debut. That's cool. Because Mandalorian's good. It's some of the best Star Wars. It should be... Because then they would do, like, obviously, full series stories. I think they should be able to do quite a good snappy one in an hour and a half, two hours, surely. It won't be that. It'll be three hours long, mate. Like everything else. It'll be super long. But it'll be good. It'll be... Favreau, he's... You know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Can't really fault the guy, can you? Didn't didn't Favreau single-handedly kind of launch the MCU with Iron Man? You know what I mean? It wasn't so much single-handedly. Like Kevin Feige had a plan. He knew it was coming. What What Favreau did was give the blueprint of how an MCU film should look and feel. Yes, yeah, Favreau knows that. That that, that mix of mild drama, mild humor, action, that kind of thing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. So he could kickstart a new. uh, I mean, problem is with this Mandalorian. Are they going to be like? Oh, we're going to have to have a Skywalker <coughs> in this. We're going to have There'll to be a Skywalker. Oh, they'll end up on Tatooine at some point. I just, I like it when it's, I mean, the bit in Mandalorian with a Skywalker, I'm not telling you which Skywalker's involved, but there's a Skywalker involved in one of the episodes of Mandalorian was pretty cool, but yeah. I could take it or leave it. I like Star no. Wars without them. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. No, when he met up with Dave Skywalker in the pub. Yeah, <laughs> and Baddy Skywalker, <laughs> Big Baz. <laughs> Baz, uh... Yeah. Let force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good lad. He's a good lad. He's a good lad. He's been out of prison. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Next. 28 Years Later is in the works with the hope to launch a new trilogy. Danny Boyle will direct with Alex Garland writing the script. Have you seen have you, have you seen the um the fan-made posters of this is a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Killian Murphy fan-made posters. Mm. I'm like, he ain't coming back for this. I promise you yeah. now. 
He didn't come back for the second one for Christmas. I see. Well, he wasn't in 28 Weeks Later. It was, it was, it was Robert and Carlyle in that one. Yeah. Yeah, depending on which ending you subscribe to on the on the first one, you may not be alive. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's two theatrical endings to that film, isn't there? Yeah. For different yeah. territories. And they're also saying this is going to be a trilogy. So what's it next? 28 decades later? Then <laughs> t- 28 light years later? You know what I mean? Like, how far is it going to go? <laughs> I, I, mate, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. Twenty-eight um, years, six months later. I like Danny Boyle films. I like him, and I, I love, I yeah. love his films. You know what I mean? But I'd rather him do something else. Yeah, it seems, it seems like a well that didn't need to go back to. Yeah, mm. I like, I like his one-offs, like Sunshine and stuff like that, and Slumdog Millionaire. You know what You're mean? not getting his, another his Sunshine. <laughs> no, no, they won at the oh, end. <laughs> and Killian Murphy's definitely not coming back for Sunshine 2. <laughs> Unless he floats out of the sun like that. Hot, <laughs> on, hot off the press. Whee! <laughs> yeah, I like Danny Boyle. Um, Danny Boyle's Olympic ceremony. Remember that? Every time yeah, I think of Danny Boyle. Yeah, me- yeah. yeah, apart from Russell Brand singing I Am the Walrus on top of a double decker bus. Oh, God, I forgot that bit. <laughs> Skydiving Queen, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he did, he did one of the best uh, Olympic openings, didn't he? That was really fucking good. I just yeah, go back to uh, Ron Atkinson on the piano. Yeah, exactly. Bring it on. Bring it on. Come on, Danny. Surprise us. Next. Well, this might surprise you if you're not aware of this. A new Star Trek movie is in the works with Toby Haynes, he of Andor, set to direct... Described as an origin story set decades before the 2009 Star Trek film. Oh, no. Okay. We're going back to Enterprise. The prequel to the prequel. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. Scott Bakula's going to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Going to get yes. country music theme tunes. <laughs> oh, that's the only Star Trek I've not seen is that because I watched the first episode of it and I was like, nope. Yeah, I was pretty much the same. I think I watched like, the first three episodes. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this. I, I cannot physically do this. This is this is worse than Farscape. None of that. <laughs> I know Farscape. I like Farscape. People liked it. I know, but I like to I like to rag on Farscape. <coughs> it's easy show to rag on. It's, it's, it, it was, <laughs> but it filled it, it filled that UK mates um, sci-fi gap where you know there wasn't Did, any Doctor it? Who at the time, so we had Farscape yeah. instead. <laughs> Blake Seven, let's go. <laughs> Still better than Babylon Five. Oh God, Babylon yeah, 5's a big pile of shit. <laughs> it's terrible. Nice rubbish. Didn't see anything. Cool. God, don't you don't need to. I won't no, worry don't. yourself. I won't. Don't worry. Don't pretty worry little face. I'd rather yeah, rewatch Battlestar Galactica. Thank you. Yeah, that's now that's something you should be watching. So yeah, next. You're not going to like this one, Oodles. I'm just warning you ahead of this one. <laughs> I'm braced. Lawrence Fishburne joins The Witcher season four as fan favorite character Oodles. Um, I don't know who could he play in that. Um, we've already got a Deekster, haven't we? I don't know. Who? Regis. No way. Yes. No way. The Matrix, Regis, the Marvel actor, the vampire. Has joined the season four. Netflix confirmed he joins the likes of Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. The fact that it's not. <laughs> Henry Cavill. Anya it's weird. 
Shalotra uh, as Yennefer, uh, Freya Allen as Siri, and Joey Beatty as Jaskier. It's also revealed season four begins production in spring 2024. He says, I'm very excited to be joining the cast and look forward to exploring the wondrous world of The Witcher. Well, that's generic. Um, How? He, like, <laughs> they're still four, they are well, throwing money at it still, though, to get yeah. someone of that caliber. It's Can an adaptation just... of The Baptism of Fire, the third Witcher. I know movie. what's the adaptation of. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Can that's we go back to Regis in it? Can we back to the fact that Lawrence Fishburne, known. <laughs> Big, chunky American black actor is playing Regis, the skinny count white. I'm I'm sorry to say this. This is going to sound really bad, but aristocratic vampire, English sounding vampire. He is he 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 is to the he is to the Witcher what Astarian is to Baldur's Gate. Yeah, and it's it's, it's not it's nothing to do with Lawrence Fishburne's prowess as an actor. It's just like me playing The Rock in his biopic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm seeing. That's do you know what I mean? Tip Rock. <laughs> Tip Rock. That's the difference. down your arm. <laughs> it's nothing to do with him, his ethnicity, his country of origin, anything like that. It's the fact that there's. Have you ever heard Lawrence Fishburne ever do a non-American voice? Uh, no, I don't think so. Actually, nobody has. The, I don't think he can. He just does his mor- voice, mor- doesn't he? Morpheus was kind of Englishy. No, or at least it was North Atlantic, Atlantic American. Yeah, North Atlantic. It was. It was. It was posh American. Yeah, it's not gonna. Oh, fuck! I've just got to let it go, Anna, and just hopefully it'll be all right. <laughs> That's more egregious as, than Henry Cavill leaving. <laughs> as, as, as soon as I saw this, I thought he's going to fucking hate that. And it's not that I hate Lawrence Fishburne. I like Lawrence Fishburne a lot. No, 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 he's great. I just... It's yeah. a strange casting. It's a really weird cast. He, he, he could have played anyone. You know what I mean? He could have played anyone else. He could have played um, uh, Letho, the uh, the other witcher. Do you know the big the big burly one? Yeah. I could, I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, listeners, but this does not sit well with me. Um, maybe, maybe he has been to a, a, a dialect coach or something. Like, I don't know. I know people shouting at me, going, "Well, it's all it's all Polish in the first place." I haven't listened to the Polish version. I haven't read the Polish book. I haven't played the Polish version of the games. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's my own interpretation, but. Regis is probably my favourite character from the book. That's why I knew you'd hate us. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Ah, he'd have been better as Geralt. Lawrence Fishburne would have been better as Geralt. <laughs> I, think be, I think he'd be a bit too old to play Geralt. Lawrence Fishburne is the White Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be Regis again. <laughs> <laughs> on a on a slight tangent, have you seen the um, the photoshops people have been have been doing of um, Liam Hemsworth's face onto Geralt? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just taking like stills from like Henry Cavill scenes yeah, and just yeah. like photoshopping Liam Hemsworth's face into it. It looks wrong. It looks so wrong. <laughs> yeah, mostly mostly because Liam Hemsworth, you never you never put him down to be an hench like his brother, do you? No. What have we seen He's, Liam like, Hemsworth skinny. in? Um, he was in the Hunger Games, wasn't he? I don't know. Yeah. Seen him. He's in such hits as having been married to uh, Miley Cyrus. 
Oh, yeah. is that where you started? Yeah. <laughs> and that um, that flowers song that she released is a, is um, her fuck you to him because oh. he cheated on her. Did he? Yeah. Oh dear. What's the name? worth being in. I, I um, Hunger Games, Hunger Games, the last song, the dressmaker, Independence I Day resurgence. Oh, that's the one. That's the one I know him from. <laughs> I always know him as Skinny Thor because he looks a bit like Thor, well, but he's th- not. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably a mountain of a man. It's just that we see him next to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking mm. at his IMDb database here, and he's been in some shite. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's no Chris, is he? He's like Wish.com Chris. <laughs> God, well, he's been... He's been in that Dundee, the Son of Crocodile Dundee film. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? When did that come out? <laughs> the fuck did that uh, come out? He got the Olivia Award for that. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Was it Killer Man Knowing? He was in Knowing with uh, Nicolas Cage in 2009. I've seen that. Oh, that was shit too, as well. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Empire State acting, acting Against the Rock. Oh, sure. Hell. He was in Expendables 2. I think that's did, you know I, did you know I'm playing The Rock in his next bio? <laughs> <laughs> Took Rock. I, like I mean, that. why the fuck not, Hollywood? Why not? <laughs> if we're just doing that, yeah, I might not be Samoan. Who gives a fuck? Look <laughs> <laughs> how angry you are at this. <laughs> it sounds like I'm being racist, but I'm not. I know we know we know you're not being racist. We know this isn't a race thing. It's, it's just not. possibly the worst possible casting. I mean, if you try to DeVito playing Regis, that'd be terrible. <laughs> we well, could. I, I mean, if if you think about like an ideal casting, like imagine someone like Hugh Laurie playing Regis. Fuck oh. me, that's exactly who it is. <laughs> that's who he is. Eccentric, old, grey, sick of everything. Oh, oh, Peter Capaldi. Oh, yeah, but Peter Capaldi looks like the version of him in the he, game, doesn't he? He looks like it. <laughs> it's just... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I've got to look past it. I've got to get past it. It might be a different type of character just with his... He's sharing his name. <laughs> Let's just all agree there was one season of The Witcher and it's there gone. Was, there was only no, one season of The Witcher. We're going to see a scene of, of Lawrence Fishburne showing his fangs. It's <laughs> just not going to suit him at all. This is weird. Oh, God. What's happening? <laughs> He's going to look like one of the vampires in Blade Trinity, isn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking oh. Hannibal King. Oh. <laughs> Next, please. Why have you put this in? You've upset me. <laughs> uh, the um, period romantic comedy, Our Flag Means Death, has been cancelled after two seasons. Bastards. It was good. It was good. Really good. I think it was a beautiful... Um, Romance of a of a comedy because um, he was definitely very much in love with Blackbeard, wasn't he? I mean, yeah, that literally happens in the series. I, I haven't seen it all. I haven't seen it all. I've only seen. Um... Oh yeah, I... it, it, the, the 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 implicit becomes explicit. Oh, good, good. I'll carry on then. No, it's it's it's, re- it's really good. And it, it was a, it was an interesting it. take. Yeah, it was an interesting take on the idea of pirates and. Um, you know the legend of Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet, yeah, um, and Gentleman just the pirate. F- and just seeing Reese Darby and Taika Waititi acting ac- across from each other they again. They love it's each other, don't they? Well, they're best mates. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... I enjoyed it, but I had to watch it on uh, less than savoury means, so it was difficult ah. to keep watching it. 
you know the adverts just got in the way. <laughs> the pop-ups. <coughs> yeah, the pop-ups. Next. Just a couple of things for the tech world quickly. Sony unveils a new car that can be driven using a PS5 controller. Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking weird, man. Yeah, they got battery you... life. Feel like Mario Kart, wouldn't it? Well, if you're bombing press down press M62 and, just skid around the corner. and battery life just dies. Well, then you grip the steering wheel, Oodles. Oh, I thought it was a... Right. No, it's not, only, it's not only well. it. They just, they just demoed like, driving it on stage with a PS5 controller. Oh, the, I'm um, sure you could probably do that with a Tesla nowadays. The, the, the daft thing as well... They though, can't I see they the, don't work properly. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I've, seen, I've seen a few videos from the inside of it, and they're going on about... It's, like, it's got this kind of huge sweeping display across the entire dashboard. It says, you can play your PS5 games now. I'm like, I'm going to be driving! <laughs> when the <laughs> fuck am I going to play a PS5 game you in the only, you, should, you should only technically have screens in the back headrest, surely. Something like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Well, uh, well I, guess, I, I guess other than like the instrument cluster and the info Yeah, display, Yeah, that's but fine, yeah. but they, they turn off when you're driving, don't they? They just turn into yeah. like map mode or something. Well, they're just yeah, static screens, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. The, the one thing that I never get is, and a lot of these kind of newer electric cars have them, is where like the front passenger can watch a film in front of them. And I'm like, but the driver can see that. Yeah, that should be illegal. <laughs> that can't be ruled legal. No, I would definitely kill myself within a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine you're driving down quite a, a hectic country road and you, your partner at side is watching Jurassic Park, your favourite bit, clever girl. You're lucky to watch it because you can't, you can't not miss Muldoon. You, you can't getting, not, no. You can't. And then you're dead because you've crashed your car. Like Muldoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Not a clever girl. It's just, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine anything worse. But yeah, sure, it, well I done, it Sony. Would be, it would be worse if you're watching like Coronation Street or something. At least Jurassic Park, what a way to go. That's true. Or maybe, what if you're watching Lawrence Fishburne play Regis the Vampire? <laughs> <laughs> he crashed the car deliberately. <laughs> just I can't it believe there. it. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> <sighs> Next. NFTs are so dead. Even Elon Musk has dropped them. NFT avatars on Twitter have gone. Two years after Twitter introduced the hexagonal NFT avatars, they've did. Candy's still got loads. Probably do somewhere. She's got a, cri- a crate. <laughs> I've got loads di- of crypto that I don't know how to get to. She's got a digital crate full of barred apes. <laughs> worth nothing. They might be worth something one day. No, I only paid a couple of million for him. <laughs> it will never be worth anything any day. <laughs> no, I'm thinking no. of launching some NFTs as miffed giraffes. I think, I think, in, in, after all this, all these crypto stuff, I think Bitcoin's the only one that still is used, and that's only used by terrorists usually. <laughs> well, like, cri- like cryptocurrency still exists, and the, the main ones are still there and still valuable. So Bitcoin, yeah. Ethereum, stuff like that. There's a what's kind of stopped happening now is that people these have stopped like well no people have stopped issuing these like shit coins with like stupid meme things like Dogecoin and that that seems yeah. to have all died a death um, and the NFT market the bottom's completely fallen out of it and they're worth they're worth less than the electricity to keep them going yeah I, I mean we we predicted that years ago didn't we we were saying this is not going to last and it it's quicker than I thought actually the demise a lot quicker. What are the what what are the NFT bros gonna do now? They've got no life. They had no life to start with. 
No, but they don't have to go. They'll probably get into CrossFit or something now, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that involves moving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is that moving aspect I, of CrossFit. I, I just, I really wish I could be on a fly on the wall for some of these kind of, these kind of come to Jesus moments where they sit and realize, I spent $100,000 on a JPEG of an ape. And now nothing <laughs> is real. And now, and now it's worth six cents. <laughs> so bad, isn't it? I, I kind of feel sorry for some of the people that got roped into the marketing. I got, I got a uh, NFT gift. That's why I'm launching Miff Giraffes. That way, they've got something new to look forward to. Miff Giraffes. Giraffes are, are fun. They're nice creatures, but my, still, my my yes, favorite one. My favorite one is still Logan Paul, who spent six hundred and something thousand dollars <laughs> on a board ape NFT, which is now worth sixty dollars. <laughs> And to I him, have no sympathy is, for that. Cunt. To him, it is nothing nope. but pocket change, probably. Oh, I, I know. I think but- actually, like in about fifty years, maybe the first like ten board eight ones probably actually will be worth something. Just as a for collector, history's sake. as a collector's, yeah, I know. Yeah, you mean, yeah. Like a digit, digital, um, antique. Mm. The only way they'll be worth something, though, and this is why NFTs were never worth anything to start with. If you, if you were to, say, make a little trading card collection of some of the Bored Ape NFTs, like, years down the line to, like, celebrate this weird moment in pop culture and have them as physical cards, they would be worth something. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a limited amount of them and they can be collected, that, yeah, yada, yada, yada. If it's just a JPEG, I could knock you up one of them tomorrow. Yeah. Commemorative it'll be Bored like Ape. The, it'll be like, yeah. it'll probably be the, the rights to display it in a museum for however many... <laughs> yeah, you never you, you never know, do you? I, I, I get what you're saying, Candy, because like people were selling um, like legacy eBay accounts, weren't they, of a month? And it's not like they've got more stars than anyone else. It's just legacy accounts that yeah. happened happened to have came up when the when the the site first started. Do you know what I mean? So it looks like you've been there for 25 years or whatever. Well, you can and tell they, them. I could I could tell my eBay account. I've, I've had that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I've had my eBay account since like 2003. People would all you're selling is the um, is the login information. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's insane. It's insane. I don't know how legal it is, mate. So don't <laughs> don't pursue it. <laughs> Never fucking use eBay. <laughs> no, who the fuck uses eBay nowadays? <laughs> it's just become a shop. It's mm. for mums, isn't it? Mums like eBay. Mums love an eBay. Ooh, no, like mums are invented now. Oh, are they? Are you yeah. that tax tax deductible yeah, we- now or something like that? Well. They get taxed on Yeah, they are going to be sharing more with the tax man, but <laughs> Most mums I know are on OnlyFans, actually. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. My mum's not. She doesn't even have broadband, mate. Oh, yeah, she is. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next. Finally over to the weird world web and get ready for this one, because this made me chuckle. Lawrence Fishburne will be playing Rings of the Vampire. <laughs> Huge ring of galaxies challenges thinking on the cosmos. Scientists at the University of Central Lancashire have discovered a gigantic ring-shaped structure in space. It is 1.3 billion light years in diameter oh, and appears to be anus. roughly 15, 15 times the size of the moon and the night sky as if seen from Earth. This is my favourite bit. Because this must have taken them ages. Named... The Big Ring by the Astronomers. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's what they used to call me at high school. <laughs> it is made up of galaxies and galaxy clusters. They say it's just so big, it challenges our understanding of the universe. It's incredible. 
It's not weird. It's incredible, isn't it? When you think about it, it makes I know. me a bit sick. I just thought the stomach. name was just of all the things. The they big could come ring's up with, brilliant. The big <laughs> ring. This cracks yeah. me. Better ringy McRing face, I guess. Did you know that they, over, uh, about three or four years ago they discovered a planet and the car? The, you know how they use the like code name planets? Yeah. And the guy that discovered it, because when you discover it, you get to name it. He went. I just want to call it the Green Planet because it was green. <laughs> I'm like, that's super cute. That's super cute. Green <coughs> Planet. Well, you can you can buy stars as well. Like you can pay twenty. No, you can't to buy stars. Star. You, you can, can pay twenty five quid to name a star. You can't. Yeah, but you, you, you you you're only paying to get a certificate. You don't actually yeah, name the star. It's not real. What if you've bought? What if you've bought? Like a star or a comet, and there's life on that comet, and they come down. They're not going to see you as the queen. <laughs> they fucking might. Do you know what else I've got? I've, do you know what else? I've got an acre of land on Mars. It's not real. It's, it's going to be yours. worth something one day. <laughs> it is mine. I've got a certificate oh. for it. An acre of land on Mars. Mine. I bet you believe that that donkey sanctuary that you've been paying for is real as well. And they're sending you pictures at the same donkey for the past 25 years. He's been yeah, dead years, mate. He's been. He's my pen pal. No, he's not. He's dead. <laughs> he sends me letters every year. Every year. With his fingers. <laughs> I do have an acre of, of space on Mars, though. So no, you think you think you believe you do. Yeah. How can how can let 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 let's call a spade a spade? How can the Americans sell a plot of land on a place that they've never been? <laughs> and I may, don't they, know they the ins and outs of it. They may never go. They don't know if there's oil up there. Exactly. Ooh. What's the point? <laughs> but what if there was oil on my acre? Oh, on Candyland. It's, it's not it's, yours, mate. You haven't got the deed. <laughs> I fucking have got a deed. I've got. A it's not real. It's got a certificate. <laughs> you didn't go into a, a, an office and sign it. There wasn't someone there to countersign it. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. It was a present. Who issued the were... Who issued the certificate? The Mars Land Company. <laughs> No. <laughs> Big Mars. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Point is, I just make the claim. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would. You'll all be. You'll all be sorry when you move to Candyland, and I'm fucking the queen, and you're the sorry people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm in sure. Your acre. Do you know how big an acre yeah. is? Yeah, it's not very big, mate. Yeah, but Mars acres might be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a duo. <laughs> How am I to know how Mars Acres work? Why do we work with idiots? Biggie. (laughs) Uh, Not Biggie. Sorry. Fuck's sake. Whoa. Wow. Fuck's sake. I mean, you're right, but wow. (laughs) (laughs) We're all idiots, aren't we? I've just realised we're all idiots. I work work with idiots. (laughs) Yeah, you work with idiots, mate. Right, thank you for that news. That was brilliant. I needed that this week. Really, really did. Thank you for enlightening us with your wisdom and news. Um, You're welcome. Let's get on with the main show. I'll start. I've had a really, really, really bad case of Slay DHD this uh, week. I've been really bad, so I've been spatting and spitting, just jumping about, jumping about. I don't think I've finished anything. I don't think I've finished watching anything, but I've been sp- Splitting and splatting and splatting. Blah, 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 blah. You know what it is. Gadget, you live with one of us. Yeah. It's it's difficult. I'm really bad. Slady HD this this week. And, and, and for those who aren't aware, Slady HD is just ADHD in drag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I've been wearing frocks all week. <laughs> and you're wearing but a pretty yeah. gay leads, leads top right now. Super gay. It's really gay, that leads top. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's been a... It's been good to be a Leeds fan the past three games. We've won 3-0 both. All three games. 
It's been good to be a Leeds fan. But yes, um, where do I start? I started watching Killers of the Flower Moon this afternoon because I forgot that it was out oh, now. Yeah. And um, then this podcast happened, so I had to stop. So I'm, I'm more than halfway through that. Stig's right. It's really, really strong. It's really edge of your seat stuff. It's gripping. But still, I've been flicking and flocking between stuff. I've also played and completed. I said I didn't complete anything, but I have Sekiro again. I mentioned it last yes, week. Um, it still holds up. I think it's because the frame yeah, rate's good. <laughs> I think that's why. If you can play it, you can play it sixty frames a second. Then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just I don't know. This thirty, really... 30 doesn't work for it. No, no. I think it's just it's a really special game, and sometimes. I think we take for granted some of the past games because they just all came out so rapidly, didn't they? They did, yeah. But um, the main thing I want to talk about is something I've been doing more or less up and down all week. It's a game... Well, I do that anyway. It's a game I've been playing on my Switch, Nintendo Switch. It's available on Windows as well. Windows, is that what they call it? Windows Steam? Steam. <laughs> Steam. Uh, it's called Crystal Project. Now, this is a mm, RPG, turn-based RPG. It's, it's very much modelled on the classics JRPGs, like Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest type thing. But it's got a twist. You okay. are... You have to create your party. I've created my party. Gadget, Biggie, Candy, and Stig. Yeah, you've got to create. That. Yeah, you've got to create. Like D and D, you've got to roll your uh, your composition of your party, what they are, what they do. It's it's basically a marriage between Final Fantasy and uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Could you imagine playing a sixteen bit Final Fantasy game, guys? But it's completely from the get go open world. That would be nice. And this game is very fucking nice. So it's voxel graphics, kind of two D, two D, three D. I'm looking at it. It's like um, um, it's like a sixteen bit RPG vomited itself into Minecraft. Yeah, but it's got that v- chunky voxel it, art. It fucking and if you look at the uh, review score on Steam, it's like nine nine out of ten. Roughly, it's a very positive. Yeah, very positive. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, everyone's saying it's good. It's just dropped on Switch this week. Fuck me, it's good. This is this is perfect for anyone that. Do you know when you just fancy some tactical, like RPG nonsense, but you can't be asked doing fetch quests and talking to villagers. Yeah, it's that basically. The conceit is you've landed your party, your four party members that you've created. You've put the characters in, you've put the personalities in yourself, like Dungeons and Dragons, and you've got to find crystals. That's the that's the name, Crystal Project. Uh, you've got to find crystals within the world. It doesn't tell you where they are. you just got to find them. You're levelling up along the way. You're putting spells, new spells, new uh, skills on, very much like um, Dungeons & Dragons. And, yeah, there are NPCs and there are people to talk to. And, th- and th- they are also doing the same thing as you, if you get what I mean. The NPCs are doing what you're doing, looking for crystals. So sometimes they're very <laughs> unreliable and tell you, yeah, there's one in that cave. You go in that cave, there's a fucking big monster that you've got to fight. You know what I mean? Instead, yeah. um it's just really, the loop's really, really good. When you find a new crystal, you unlock a new class, which makes you stronger. Because, like, for instance, um, when I when I rolled Gadget, Gadget rolled to a, uh, a cleric, um, very much our tanky healer of, of, of the group. 
Um, makes sense. To be honest, mate, without you, we wouldn't have got as far as I've got, to be honest. You, you really have held the team. Um, and, like I say, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, <laughs> doesn't it? And we, I found a crystal. And ran, when we find a crystal that's randomly in the world, it randomly gives you a new job. Luckily, it the, the job that popped up, it was called Doctor which is the next step up from cleric? It's the yeah. it's, you're a healer, but without the god side to it, which means you can use items and be a bit more scientific on your approach of healing and using um, syringes to kill baddies and stuff. So right. do you know what I mean? So it's not heretical everything you're doing. Um, and then I rolled Biggie as a uh, monk, obviously. Obviously, um, makes sense. And he's and. I don't know if this is a conceit with monks in Dungeons and Dragons and games in general. Monks never hit, do they? They always miss. <laughs> monks, monks are the or one of the worst um, classes in D anD. d Yeah, but when they hit, they hit hard, don't they? Unless it's me. Yeah, that's true. But and then I, I was, I was like, I need to do something about Biggie. That was the problem with my little character. I, I, Stig's a warrior, by the way, and Candy's a uh, a warlock wizard type. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and Stig and Candy are absolutely solid members of the team. And I was like, I need to do something about Biggie. He's still leveling. Even th- the best thing about this as well is even if characters die in battle, <laughs> oh, yeah, even if your characters die in battle, they still level up alongside you. So yeah. you're never wasting any time. And if you die, you just go straight back to the the beginning and look, go somewhere else and have a look around uh, the the map and stuff. But I was like, I need to do something about Biggie. And then this guy said to me, "Don't go south." There's no crystal there. And I was like, this guy's lying to me. So I went south a bit. Bit of a tough boss, but we, we bested the boss. And I found With a crystal. And, and definitely. Now you died after foot battle, but you were still, you still, you still helped. <laughs> baddies still attack. Baddies still attack dead bodies. Because once you die, it's like D&D. You can get back up. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. You're, you're unconscious. But you can get killed, killed. Proper killed. And no one's proper died yet. And when, when then we found a crystal. And guess what? What? I unlocked a job, a random job, and it was called Armed Monk. I was like, yeah. yes! Now I can give him... He's got his monk, he's got his, his, his double-handed multiple attacks, but now you've got swords, and you've just become the goat. You've just become, like, the best in the party. And I don't know if the game's that clever to know that I needed that, but it worked out in my adventure. And then I had to, I had a decision to make, like, do I, do I walk back to the start and go a different way on the map, or do I carry on down this pr- treacherous road? Because the further afield you get from your main camp, the harder the enemies are. And right. I thought, I'll risk it, I'll risk it. And I, I risked it, and I was going even further, even further. And it got to the point where three of you were dead, and again, Dr. Gadget was still alive. And Dr. Gadget, I had to I had to nuke the, the enemy to survive, and it was just him left. And luckily, being a doctor... He could resuscitate everyone, and we walked back to the camp, and everything was gone. And, we, and now, I didn't know this while I was playing it. All the area I've been to in that part of the world is mapped completely, and it's right. just—I I don't know. There's something about that looping. It's just—it's just fucking delicious. This, this sounds like the right game to tickle your ADHD when you have yeah, a It does. Week. Yeah, it, it's, it's got your little dopamine receptors in the back of your head. There yeah, and just. And the battles are lovely. I don't know if you can see that. The battle. Yeah, the I've, I've are... just, just been watching the trailer on Steam. It looks it looks really nice. I've added it to my wish list. It's, it's cheap as well. Steam. It's like a tenner. Yeah, it's a tenner yeah. on Switch as well. Oh, that's it's, good. It's just really, really fucking solid. I mean, apparently people saying in the room there is a story to delve into if you want to, but I've not seen any of this. I've just been I've been hunting. I don't know. It, it reminds me of what 
people think games are. Do you know people that don't know what games are? Yeah. It reminds me of that, like, oh, you're just onward to adventure. That's basically what you're doing, and it's just, I don't know, there's something really fucking nice about it. I, re- I recommend it to anyone, but oh, I've been doing loads of shit. I just can't. I can't, I can't pin it down. <laughs> I can't pin it down. I'm having a really bad week of it. Uh, but my tablets are coming back tomorrow, so yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> but yeah, again, um, Crystal Project. It's a weird name for a, for a game, but there, we, there it is. Looks like it's only made by one bloke as well. It's, I don't know what it is about it. It's just really... I recommend you try it. I mean, especially on Steam, because you can re- re- refund it if you don't like it, can't you? Yeah. yeah and you'll a, know... Yeah, it's just, just made by one lad, Andrew Willman. It's really, really fucking... I love it. And, yeah, I'm making up my own adventures as I'm going along. I'm talking... Because I'm that kind of guy. I talk to myself when I'm playing stuff. I'm like, come on, Biggie. Come on, Biggie. You can do it. You can puff it. Oh, no, Biggie, you died. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I make it better for myself, but if you've got an imagination and you like Dungeons and Dragons, you like Final Fantasy, it's, it's perfect. It's really, really good. I, if this were on my phone, I'd be fucked. I would absolutely <laughs> be fucked. I'd never get anything done. It's really addictive. But yeah, that's me. Candy, you've been doing. I've actually left the house this week, not once, you but liar. twice. I've got out. I took the little candy wagon out. I went off Graphics are shit, on aren't Tuesday. They? Graphics are shit. Hated it. Uh, there's a little bit of lag as well the following mornings. But I took, <laughs> uh, yeah, I took the little candy wagon to Cardiff and I went to see Bring Me the Horizon, who were supported by a band called Static Dress. Cassiette and Bad Omens. Static Dress, oh. fine. Little, uh, I guess they were, they may have been a local band, I think. Like, Bad they're, Omens they're are good, though, aren't they? They were pretty good. Cassia, she's fucking insane. I've, I, you probably heard like Dear Goth. Um, yep. She's got a couple of anthems that seem to be like, they seem to be Spotify sweethearts. Um, incredible. It's not really necessary, good but I'm just going to say that, no, I haven't heard about any of these people. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you, I will, you let, ne- let you've me never heard of you. Bring Me The Horizon? Are you kidding? Nope. Yeah, you have, because they were on our, um, that's what we call modern escapism. Kingslayer. Yeah, but mm. I wouldn't listen to that track. Oh, wow. So you've got no respect for your, your, your podcast buddies. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I started it and then I skipped. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. the pain. Okay. Um, Whatever. So that's going to be our uh, outro music anyway. Uh, yeah, Cassia, amazing front woman. And she only got, I think it was, she was maybe on for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it was, it was nowadays, perfect. Other. Yeah, no, it was fine. Bad Omens in... Incredible. And they're so another good, ba- aren't they? So good. They're, they're probably another band you would have heard on Spotify as well. Now, I listened to Bad Omens thinking that there was a female and a male vocalist. Oh, no, really? it's, it's just a guy. It's just a yeah. guy. His range is insane. And he was note perfect the entire time. So not not what just for like this, just not, not just for the singing bits, for like the screaming bits too, because there's quite a... Um, it's quite eclectic, eclectic. I think Bad Omens, isn't it? You've got the the kind of um, the more ballady ones, and then the ones that really are like quite heavy. People um, do liken them to Sleep Token. I would. I I don't think so personally. I think it's us metal lovers can hear the difference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe yeah. to Muggles, possibly not. But, yeah, um... <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> But they were incredible. They had a great stage show as well. They had um, 
these kind of interactive screens either side, and they had great, uh, you know, great lighting, which made me think, if they're allowing Bad Omens to have this kind of setup, bring me going to be fucking insane with the show. Never Don't mind the come music. Come out with like a big AI and stuff like that. Yes, they did. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was not wrong in what I expected. Um, this is really what you could. It it wasn't a concert so much as a show. It was. It's really kind of interactive. There was no parts where the audience wasn't involved. Like even during the kind of, even when the band went on stage. Yeah, like you said, there was this AI. There's a, there's two screens either side, so even a short ass like me can see, which is nice. Um, <laughs> And the first couple of songs, they have um, like a regular backdrop, a cloth one, which actually it was the inside of a church, so it looks a bit like a ghost um, stage setup. When they played Kool-Aid, which is their new song, it had only been out two, three days, I think, before the first show. I like it, Um, Another banger. It is a banger. It's been on my mind the whole time. Um, It's heavy, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, So before they started Kool-Aid, the the stage had gone dark. And what they'd done is they dropped the cloth, but they'd got an exact replica, which was um, LCD screens going all the way around. So you didn't actually notice a difference until this kind of, um, I don't know how to, a seraphim, maybe, uh, came along. An angel thing. Kind of an angel gross thing, yeah. Uh, Came along and smashed this thing down. And from that moment onwards, the backdrops was... um, like the animal ones, if you've seen them on TikTok. So yeah. you always had these AIs in the background. It was incredible. Don't get, like, I really like Bring Me. I don't love them. I really, really like them. I've only really got into them with, like, a little bit of Sempaternal and then um, post-apocalyptic survival horror. I always get confused with that it's name. It's like post-human survival post-human horror. Post-human survival horror, you're right. I think that's their um, best album. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're quite different to how they used to sound when they first came out, which for me is a good thing. Didn't like them. Yeah, because they, 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 they started off real, like, metalcore. Now kind they're like, like... Yeah, kind of screamo-y, metal-y. Uh, now, now they're it, just like, we can be played on Radio 1. <laughs> yeah, they do the big anthems. They're almost, I mean, they're almost, dare I say it, Linkin Park-esque in some... Yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. In some ways. A lot of electronics in it, in it and stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely bang on with that. Yeah, so... um I mean, you can't fault Ollie Sykes for being a fault man, for being a fault man, for being a front man. What I can fault is, um, and this is the only nitpick I have with the show, and I don't know if it's maybe something they requested. Um, I'm not particularly fond of Ollie Sykes. I don't find him hateable. I know you don't particularly like him, do you, Gadget? No, he's a twat. Yeah. um, I can look past that. It's great (laughs) performance. He did not introduce his musicians uh, which I took. Um, I took because yeah, just, he's just sacked one. That's why. Yeah, well, I yeah. I, I, parted I, I, ways. I, I, I don't like that. You've got you're up there for an hour and a half. You've got time to go on the guitar. On the bass, yeah, exactly. The but being as Status it's a quo, band, still do it to this day. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, being as it's a band, it's Bring Me the Horizon. It's not Ollie Sykes. You would think just for a second, even if it was a session musician, he's got time to thank the um, thank the musicians. Or give them their own moment, have a drum solo, have a guitar solo, have something. But no, it was very much the Ollie Sykes show. Like even Marilyn Manson, um, a band that is just Marilyn Manson. No, the known good man. guy. Known good guy. But you know what I mean? It's a band, <laughs> it's it's him with a band. He yeah, he always still, introduces members. Yeah. I think I so think I think nine out of ten acts do that do that, but yeah, yeah. he is 
like Gadget's, Gadget's already alluded on him before, he is full of himself. Massively so. And it's a real shame. Because I think, yeah, I think also I think also he's gotten worse since they started getting like mainstream Radio One airplay as well. Yeah, very possibly. And makes with Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's nice. the only nitpick, and I, I, I imagine a good majority of the crowd didn't even notice that kind of thing. But you know, when you've been to a gig or two in your time, you do notice these things. But it was. I, I'm more of a Bring Me fan now after having seen that. I would definitely go and see them again. They they were just, they really put on a show. And I've they said know it before, they can, they can headline a festival now. They're at that point mm-hmm. where they can. I think they did the download, didn't they? They did, no, they're, yeah. They're, they're headlining download again or something, aren't they? They can do it. They, they, they put on that show. I mean, they even have like Ollie Sykes talking to the AI for a bit and stuff, don't they? Loads That's right. Of, Weird, but it, we we is Sheffield accent. It it, it loses its um, pomp. All right, <laughs> <laughs> AI, what's going off? <laughs> no, it's, I mean it was kind of endearing because he was sort of taking the piss out of uh, out the same thing. Oh, also, what did happen was, and I've never seen this before during a show. Um, they actually stopped the show for ten minutes because there'd been an injury in the crowd. But Love I think that. what, um, yeah, like it's fair play to him for paying attention and actually stopping. But yeah. I think the. Um, the singers are more, um, they're held accountable for that kind of thing happening, aren't they? Absolutely. Because there was some injuries last year, last year or the year before. Year before. I think it was some American rapper, wasn't it? And then yeah. people were actually killed. And yeah. he could have said at any point, stop the show. So I think obviously he's a bit more aware of that. But like, good. They didn't, they didn't cut any songs. The show went over by about sort of 10 minutes, I think. And I think it's, it costs like... Due get to fined, city, yeah. They get fined. I think due to city laws, it's like... A grand a, a minute or something. Yeah, so, it's a lot. It was nice that they didn't cut any songs. So yeah, fully, brilliant. Bring me, absolutely loved it. Second thing I did this week, took the candy wagon, tootled over to Swindon, my home, the, the hometown, and I went to see a two-man show, and that was The Woman in Black. Again, nice. when I heard it was a two-man show, I thought, uh-oh, this might be shite. Um, and Two I was men, very one woman. One woman. Well, yes, there was a woman mm. in black. Um, I was pleasant, not only pleasantly surprised, I was blown away. The range. Oh. So there's two actors, and unfortunately, I went to the website and I couldn't find a whole lot about the actual production team. All I know is that it was adapted by Stephen Malatratz, and the actors that I saw, there's uh, understudies. I saw the main actors were Malcolm James and Mark Hawkins, and I think it's Malcolm James. Um, who kind of took on the role of um, all the people that weren't Arthur Kipps. The way they did it is that they, they kind of play both roles at the same time. So at times he was Arthur Kipps. Um, and it, I haven't seen the Women in Black stage show before. I know the story of it. Obviously, I've seen the Daniel Radcliffe one. I think I've seen a BBC production of it before as well. No, I don't even know what the, sh- the story is about. I've never seen any of anything to do with the Women in Black. I just know it exists. Yeah, do you know what? Actually, this Daniel Radcliffe version is it's not bad at all. It's um, I liked it. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's I don't know what it's about. I have no idea. Give it a watch. It's, actually, mm. I might suggest that to Stig to watch with um, his little ones because um, that's probably, probably a good shout. They're, but, onto, uh, they're onto Hellraiser films now, anyway. Yeah, I know, but this is jumpy, like jump scary. Um, it? Oh, it's a horror film, yeah? Yeah. A ghost. It's a ghost story. I wouldn't call it necessarily Ooh. a horror. It's a scary ghost story. Um but yeah, the range of these actors, it's, there's just nothing, like, 
nothing quite like seeing an actor perform in front of you. It's good, and isn't to, it? It's just, especially this one guy, Malcolm James, the way he he went from one character to the next with a very little physical transformation in terms of his costume or anything. He might put a hat on or something. And he was a completely different person. It was just, yeah. it was just an absolute masterclass. Um, it was scary. There was shit, uh, pants shitting moments during it, which you would expect. Um, <laughs> the woman in black herself, she tends to just kind of creep very slowly onto the side of the stage, just in the shadows. There wasn't much mm-hmm. of her, but you're constantly on edge that she's going to come through the audience, which that, that happened a couple of times. What if you were watching a film, right? And all of a sudden she was just sat next to you. That'd be terrifying. Funnily enough, there is kind of Uh-oh. a fourth wall breaking <laughs> moment in that. And I don't know, because going back to the fact that I haven't seen the stage show before, all I know is the film adaptions. I don't know if this is the if this is how they usually do it. Um, w- without sort of... S- Without spoiling too much or going into how cleverly it was done, there are fourth wall breaking moments. And yeah, I, I don't know if that's always the way they've done it or if it's this particular adaption. But I've, mm. I've wanted to see it for years and it's on the road at the moment. So I just jumped, I jumped at the opportunity to see it when I saw it was on. And uh, absolutely incredible. It's still going on for, I think, best part of six months. I don't have to don't go to it, Swindon, do I? You don't have to go to Swindon, don't worry. That's, that's good. I, I wouldn't recommend that to anyone, one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good news. Maybe so, yeah, it's playing good... at, uh, maybe it might be playing at Bradford, Alhambra. I think they are playing at Bradford. <sighs> yeah, that's where a lot of them go. Yeah, I think it's, it is. It's a nice theatre, that. But mm. Bradford's not. No, no. But yeah, no, very good. I've had a good, had a good week. That's a, that's a solid week. Um, Is Biggie back yet? I can't see. <laughs> no, he's not back yet. So catch it. What have you been doing? Uh, so a uh, couple of things. Uh, carrying on with uh, Cyberpunk. Absolutely, still loving it. Balls deep into Fanny Libs. As, it's uh, good in it. As the, as the saying should go. Uh, yeah, I think, I'm nearly, I think I'm nearly done with it. Actually, um, I've just met Mr. Hands. Yeah, yep. like in person. Yeah, you're yeah. not too far off. Yeah. I'm not that um, much further in front of you. Uh, and then just also pottering on with some of the main quests. I was saying to, I was saying to Candy yesterday, the only my only criticism at the minute of the game, really, is I'm really getting sick of the, you get into a quest line, then it's, um, go do something else for two days until they call you. I'm like, fuck off, I'm invested in the story. Let me finish it. I mean, you can just skip time. I know, but it's, it's still the fact that it's just like, you know, it's, it's the wait, uh, hurry up and wait kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Spend all your money um, on outfits. <laughs> spend them all on fucking mods at the minute <laughs> it's good it's such a good yeah, game it is good I'm glad they fixed it I still don't I still don't like Idris Elba's accent I, I like him it's weird but I like no him. I like the character I just don't like the accent he's not very like good it. at American accents yeah it's like it's like if you think of like Lawrence Fishburne playing like an English uh, vampire <laughs> oodles come back work. in the room back in the room back in the room it wouldn't work would it <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the Two main things I want to talk about. First of all, it is that it is one of those two times in the year where awesome games done quick is on. So I'm going to talk about it for a few minutes. Okay. Um, so this is the, this is the twice annual uh, speedrunning event. Last Some would the say full twannual. Week. Twannual, biannual. I like twannual um, better. The awesome awesome games done quick. The January one is for the Prevent Cancer Foundation, 
which I found out today is the only US cancer research uh, team that is not for profit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, that's damning. <laughs> it's dark, isn't it? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> They're like, no, we love selling. We love selling chemotherapy drugs. It makes us a fucking fortune. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that. Yeah, I was quite surprised when I found wow. that. Out. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, it's going on right now. Like literally in, in the corner of my eye, they're doing uh, Donkey Kong sixty four at the minute. Um, oh, I remember that one. Yeah. I also. And given this just started, I've only had a chance to watch one run so far, which was um, uh, Donkey Kong Country. Which was an interesting run because they were doing the bosses in reverse order. Oh, so huh. and what what that run highlighted was how much that game is held together with sticky tape because that game is fucking broken. I like that game though; it's it's good. It's good apart game. from uh, apart from Minecart Madness, which is the hardest level <laughs> of any game ever made. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, level two of uh, Battletoads would uh, like to take that crown from you. Yeah, yeah, that was just trolling though. Um, <laughs> but true. I, but I've picked. But obviously, there's runs all all the way through the week. So some of these you'll get, you'll be able to see on. Pick me the good on, ones. You on do it every year for me. I do, I do the, the good ones. ones. I got, I've got a nice little list of the good ones. Uh, starting off, uh, Metroid Prime Two, one hundred percent in two and a half hours. Bullshit. <laughs> that's a twenty-hour game. That's a big game, but mm. longer. Final Fantasy Fifteen, any percent, <sighs> an hour and five minutes. Fuck off. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think how you do that. An even bigger game, Starfield, any percent, 45 minutes. What? That's got to be glitch. It, it, it'll be massively glitch. It's it's yeah. a Bethesda game. Of course it'll be massively fucking glitched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fucking wow. walk outside the game and go walk, walk You could do pool. that with Fallout 3, though, couldn't you? You could just go, go and find Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's cool. They're doing really? a yeah, you could yeah, yeah, you could yeah. If if you if you knew, if you knew where, where it was, was, you could just go up and get to him. Yeah, get him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're doing they're doing a three way race in Hades, which I'm looking forward to. Oh yes, give me some of that. Inject that uh, into and, my veins. And they're limited to only having three weapons for the entire run. Ooh, 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 ooh. Which weapons would you pick? Spear, trident, thing, definitely. Trident, shield, and bow. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, forget the sword. It's not strong enough. No. And uh, doesn't scale well with some of the abilities. No. Um, Metroid Dread, 100% without glitches in just under two hours. I always love seeing the Met- like the 2D Metroid runs because just like the movement speed is incredible. Without... Yeah, so, so it's going to be one of them where they do backdashing all the way through it, isn't it? Yeah. Like absolutely yeah. abusing all the movement mechanics. Did you see the Hollow Knight one? You, well, you sent it. You sent me the, link, the Hollow Knight one where yeah, the, the, the backdash throughout the whole game. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, in the so they always have a bad games block where there's just like some really terrible shit in there. It's where you'll get like I want to be the guy and shit like that. Come Battlefield, up. the new one. And well, what they've got is Skull Island: Rise of Kong from last <laughs> okay, year. Yeah. Any percent, yeah. fifteen minutes. Ooh. <laughs> That show's done it. Yeah. Well, pulling the game disc out and snapping it in 15 minutes. <laughs> um, Baldur's Gate 3, all three acts, 35 minutes. I could do that. That's that's just, that's just a big glitch showcase, that one. 
Yeah. Um, the last two I'm really interested in. Uh, Lies of P in an hour. Fuck off. <laughs> That's bullshit. Um, no, no, Oodles. This one is bullshit. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Mm. True Ending. <laughs> oh, so playing it a few times. Playing it three times through in less than two hours. Fuck no ma- off. No major glitches. I can't even that, fathom that. <laughs> that's a, I mean, I mean, the fastest I've worked through the game in New Game Plus was eight hours. Yeah, because some of those fights near the end are really, really hard. So, like yeah. being able to get through the game three times to get the the proper ending, plus do all of the alternative missions as well, which add into that's, it, and the extra boss fights. That's insane because that's going to be one of those games where getting hit's going to slow you down. So they're probably not going to get hit either. Yeah, but like some of the bosses on there, how do you not? How do you know hit those bosses? But what they're gonna have to do is quickly after missions, go into the menu and change the battle, the tanks and stuff like you know what I mean. Change the mechs up really fast. Well, yeah, because if the if they're playing if they're starting from a new file, then they're not going to have yeah. everything unlocked. So oh. exactly. So I'm so keen to see how this works. <laughs> that makes me <laughs> sick. Um. So yeah, that's going on all week. I will report on my favorite ones next next week. Um. But the main thing <laughs> I've been doing, I've been playing. Now, guys, you know the games I like. Yep. RPGs, Souls games, that kind Hentai. of thing. Hentai. <laughs> On the down, though. Um, it's isn't it? I've been playing an online free-to-play shooter. What? Why have you been doing that? Because it was free. <laughs> to play. Yeah. Uh, I've okay. been playing the finals. The finals. I didn't yeah. like it. Is it a... Is it a uh, that sounds to me like a pop idol type thing. <laughs> Just a little bit. You're into the finals. <laughs> So it's free-to-play first-person shooter published by a company called Embark Studios, who quite a lot of them are ex-Dice and Battlefield devs. You were in that big Battlefield. He's played, he's played it, he didn't like it. Um, oh. So the finals revolves around people competing in a televised virtual combat game show. Oh, I weren't far off. You weren't far off. Um, and it's got the vibe, but you know, it's got it's got the AI powered announcers, which I'm still not happy about, like bigging you up as you as you run into the arena and commentating on what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's three v three v three. So you've uh-huh. got you've got three three teams of three um, going after these objectives, and the objectives are a kind of weird hybrid of uh, capture the flag and conquest. In yeah. that you have to, in that you have to get a, a cache of money, um, that drops into the map. You pick it up and you've got to take it to a cash out box. Yeah, and, okay. And it you know it takes you thirty seconds to unlock the box to pick it up in the first place, and then it takes like 90 yeah, seconds like diffusing a bomb out. in certain game modes. Yeah, and, like and, and like yeah. and while that's happening, you know you can be killed. They can steal all that kind of yes. thing. Yes, I like the idea. Um, of that. Yeah, it's an interesting mechanic and it works really well. But the best thing about the game is that the world is entirely destructible because these are guys from DICE. They like blowing oh, buildings up. Like Red Faction. Like yeah. Red Faction or like Battlefield. And it Never means you it. can do some really funny shit. Like yeah. I, mani- I managed to um, to steal a cash-out box when it was in its last 10 seconds by running to the floor underneath it and firing a rocket upwards so that it fell down to me and I could cash it out. Nice. Yeah, um, or you get 
um, you get map events happen. So sometimes you get a meteor shower. So even where, if even if you're hiding inside, you're not safe because eventually the meteors will just kind of come through the building and crash onto you. Love that. I love that. Uh, or uh, there's there's one of the modifiers which is um, on on death players explode. <laughs> so, you can, so so you can get a good chain reaction going if you're blowing up people. They yeah. then explode and then take down the building. So uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I the graphics are, the graphics are serviceable. It's not the best looking shooter I've ever played. Like it's not it's not a Frostbite engine game. Have, have to be though, does it? No. no. Um, the the game the, needs the, to work is the most important thing. Whoa! Well, yeah, and it works. It, it works on PC. Doesn't work on PlayStation at the minute. Um, <laughs> Mate, his the, camera doesn't work on his PC, so he's not going to get this game playing. <laughs> no. Um, you have three archetypes for your characters. You have light, medium, and heavy. So they all have recognisable silhouettes, and you know what they're doing at any given time, even if they're wearing. So a good team's got a, a good team's got one of each, basically. Kind of, yeah. And you all support each other. Now I've been playing with randoms, so I don't know anyone playing it. So it's been a little frustrating in that respect because sometimes randoms just don't play play properly or play uh, as are an you effective team. No, they never turn their fucking mics on, bastards. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, but I imagine playing this in a group of three, it's it's going to be an immense amount of fun. Um, I, I'd like to play this. I th- yeah, I my, think my it- only problem I had with it was I played it in the beta format, and it was out for you know those if you get the oh, code, closed betas, you can play yeah. it for, yeah for like a week or whatever beforehand. But Some people out, have been out, rinsing. Out through the levels and when I was chucked into a few games I was up against people that were well higher leveled they had all the sort of equipment unlocked and I was getting my ass kicked left right and centre and I thought okay I know I have to probably grind a bit but I just wasn't in the mood for it I was just like nah I, I don't mind that though I don't I don't play to win I play to have fun and have moments like like, like I just says like I blow up and kill somebody else because I've blown up but what what I like what I like about it as well it, it's got some of that battlefield sensibility where you don't necessarily need to get kills to get a high score in the game. Yeah, mm. that's what I mean. Like, but, like helping. Like I tend to play the heavy because he gets the rocket launcher and he gets like the big LMG. Um, yeah. And I use all that stuff was and, locked off early. You see, so I got yeah, frustrated. But, yeah, it, 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 it's out now, so you can get that. Um, and what I quite like, what I end up doing is I get a lot of assists because I just like do damage, but I don't kill people. Yeah, but you're you you accruing a score as you're going along. I like that. Yeah, so I I, I really rate it, and I'd like to try it like playing as a party rather than just like let's have like, a go with let's, randoms. Me, you, and Biggie well, play it. It does have crossplay as well, so I can play with people on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I'll you it. you do own a PlayStation though, gadget. Remember, you can dust it off. I know, but I, I know, but why <laughs> why would I why would I pay for to play online when I've got it on PC? It's free, isn't it? It's a free game, but you still need PS Plus. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I suppose I could do a month, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's great. I, 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 I've, I'm having a really good time with it. It'll be something I, I, I just I dip do. in and out of. I'm not taking it too seriously. I'm not getting sweaty with it. I'm just enjoying bombing around, blowing shit up. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I like the idea of that. I need to do some more social gaming this year. I promised myself I would. You do. You need to talk to people. <clears throat> yeah, it's good to talk. <laughs> Cool, cool, excellent. Biggie, what have you been doing this year? Well, apart from running around trying to get another set of headphones because mine died on me. Um, <laughs> so I missed the Cyberpunk chat. So uh, during Christmas, I absolutely been playing that game to death and I finished yeah, both the main game and the DLC. Clocked about 85 hours altogether. 
about standard. Yeah. yeah. Really enjoyed it. Really cool. It's good, isn't um, it? Um Yeah, it had its issues like Gadget says. I, I completely agree about the being locked out by having to do other stuff and wait for this person to call you back in a day or a few hours, whatever it is. It's very weird. Uh the other thing that they introduced was the girlfriend scenario, and I had uh, Panam constantly bugging me. Literally, I'd been on a date with her, had my fun, went off to do something else, contacted <laughs> me straight away, going, do you have time? I'm like, I've just left you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Leave me alone. Biggie, Biggie, you should know about this. You're married. <laughs> this is what my life's like. Also, also, I mean, I, I just love the fact that you're complaining about romancing Pan Am when I've been complaining about I can't romance Pan Am because I'm playing a female V. <laughs> oh, okay. You should have gone with uh, I, Judy. I, I can't stand the male voice actor for V. It's awful. Yeah, he, is, I, yeah. I, he makes me want to punch kittens. Like the, just <laughs> the delivery is terrible. I've got a dream dance. I've but there's moments dance. when he, he 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 does deliver the lies, and then other times you're like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the, the female actor actually sounds like a person. The male actor in Cyberpunk is is, is on par with uh, male Shepherd in Mass Effect. Yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's it, it's it's very much like the Fallout Four thing. Whereas like the male soul survivor in Fallout Four, Nate, he's boring as fuck. Whereas Nora, <laughs> her voice acting is yeah. amazing. Exactly. Can you not play a male character with a female voice though? Oh, yes. You could do. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there is an option you, for that. You can be non-binary in that game. Yeah. 100%. yeah, true. But yeah, yeah. I just, um, I never thought I'd say that I actually enjoyed the game that we used to just Mate, so did, Mate, I was laughing at that game for two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at his face, pointing at like Nelson and Simpsons, just pointing and laughing. And, and if you're smart, just, if you look around, you can get it pretty cheap now with all the DLC I, and all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, it's a good I, I, game I, to it, get now. It turned around and became essential. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's better. It's better than uh, it's better than um, Starlight Express, whatever it's called. I'm fucking Xbox um, <laughs> Starfield. It's better than that. S Express. <laughs> it's better than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, in between that, I started recently Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Um, just playing on my, uh, my my own top, but um, yeah, enjoying it. It's got a good mix of Borderlands loot shooter and the little seasoning of D and D on top. What is um, Tiny Tina? What is that? Sorry, I'm sure we've mentioned this, haven't we? That's we that's have. the D&D style Borderlands spin-off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's I basically the, Borderlands the with a little them games, don't it? wrinkle of D&D. The D&D isn't really at this point I've found so far having a massive impact on how the game works. It's still very much a Borderlands looter shooter. It's just nice to have the the other world on top of the world and um, having the characters interact with you. The humour is all the same. It's quite juvenile in, in a lot of Shit, places. Then. But there's times when I'm <laughs> chuckling away to myself at something that's said or something that I did. Um, I feel I like it's a, a bit more juvenile than Borderlands, actually. I think it's maybe aims a little bit more to a younger audience. Mm. It's 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 mad that they've got um, Andy Samberg, Wanda Sykes and... Um, oh, what's his face? they got like, famous Saturday Night Live actors in there. Mm, the, I really enjoyed I'm it. About, I've, it. Got, I've got to go through them all. Oh. No, no, no. I'm trying to remember the one, the one that was in um, the one that played Batman and Lego Batman. Fuck's sake! Oh, Will Will Arnett. That's him. Yeah, yeah. He Darkness. plays the bad <laughs> so He plays. What is he? Dragon Lord? Is he? Yes, it's Will Arnett. Oh wow! I didn't realize that. Oh, that's cool. I think he's the quite a funny character, actually. 
I think the trouble with tiny teenagers is very easy to become OP. Or maybe I just did yes. it by accident, but just the right you're setup just really good at games, Candy? I'm not. I'm, the, I'm maybe you really are. not. No, it's 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 it, it, because a lot a lot of the game is quite randomized. Like, it, like there's a lot of um, uh, procedural generation to some of the combat. So you might unlock you something brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there's obviously all the RNG around uh, your pickups and stuff like that. So some so, like you can get really strong weapons quite early on. It's it the problem I've got with them. this with this series. Like I played a couple of hours of two and the pre sequel, and I hate the dialogue and the humor. I just fucking can't stand it. And it puts you'll me hate, off. You'll hate Wonderland yeah, then. Yeah, it's worse. You either like it or you don't, but I love The loop of the game is was perfect for me. The loop's perfect for me. Get new gear, put new gear better. on, enjoy new gear. But the, the fucking... Oh, that little robot is annoying. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm stuck in the sand. Oh, you see, I like Claptrap. It appeals to me for some reason. I, I, I dig Claptrap, but I didn't like 3. 3... <laughs> There was no joy to the characters that you played. There was just maybe no I'll st- I'll play three then if there's no joy. <laughs> yeah, you probably like that app more now. Maybe than like the rest. <laughs> claptrap still in three though. Oh god, I just I, I don't know what it is about. It. He just put me off. But well, he's annoying. He but he's meant to off. be. That's the point. He's, no, he's not him. Not just him. Character. The whole thing. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, god. next. <laughs> um, I played. Um, the Ascent briefly uh, played that with uh, Good, a three-way it? local co-op. Yeah, it's uh, looks great, plays really well. Got a few gripes though. Um, if there's it's three of you easy. playing that, if there's three of you playing that on like um, a sofa in a lounge, then you've got the TV obviously in front of you, and the text is really, really small to read for everybody. You're all leaning <laughs> yeah. forward, having a like three old men looking at the screen, like what the fuck? Is that? Uh, mate, I couldn't, I couldn't see shit when I was playing it on my own single player right next to my monitor. I was like, this is yeah, fucking small. I, I struggled reading the text on my PC monitor, like fucking yeah. Oh, this is a great okay. game, and the DLC is phenomenal. And the main hub area when you first turn up there after you've been doing your first initial run around, it's I, I appreciate what they were trying to do, but it was massive, so big. There's yeah, just no directions. The map is appalling because you can't click and say, I want to run here. You've got no sense of direction of where you need to go. That's pretty harsh. But the worst, worst thing about this is if you play it in local co-op, and there are three of us playing this, bear this in mind, that you all have red laser sights to fire with. So when you're in fire in the <laughs> middle of a battle, you have yeah. no idea who's shooting where because yeah. the, the red light, you can't change the color. So, so all three of you using the same thing, firing around you. <laughs> it, it's a nightmare. I can't believe. I can that's imagine not an it's option. quite hectic. I, I completed yes. the game on my own completely. So, but I can imagine three of you just. <laughs> I can imagine. It's yeah, it, it's just a mess. But it, there is something about it that we we've kept it as like a game that when we're all three of us. It's a great world, there. isn't it? That they've created. I like. I like it. I like what they've done with that. I do like that. Yeah. yeah, it looks stunning. It's, it's, and the, uh, the sound's really good as well. Um, very quickly, I played Returnal for the first time. Um, made it to the first house. If that makes sense to anyone that's played it. It, it does. does. Makes sense. You've done about two minutes of the game then. Yeah, yep. literally. <laughs> but I enjoyed what I played. I thought, oh, I It's a great this. game. It's cool. Um, it's so, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back to that and playing a bit more of that. One of the better, one of the better PS5 showcases, to be honest. I got, I got and, gifted it on Steam over Christmas. I'm going to have to try it on PC, see what it's like. Oh, I, I bet it's lovely on PC. 
And with I was a, listening to Kane and Rince, uh podcast, and they were talking about Super Metroid, and they said the only thing they could think of that might be resemble it nowadays is there's a bit of Returnal. And I started playing with it, and I suddenly thought, yeah, I get what they mean. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. Yeah, I it can makes feel sense. that. And I, yeah, and I've always loved Metroid, so I think Returnal kind of clicked. If you liked Returnal and you enjoyed what you played, play Hades as well. Oh, wow, Hades really? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hades, Hades pretends it's not the game it is, but when you're playing it, you're like, ah, you're this game. It's a loop game. Oh, okay. it's a roguelike. Yeah, it's perfect. I think Hades is an essential game. You should, I think you'd love that. And it's, it's horny, also horny as, as fuck. fuck. <laughs> it's horny as fuck. Uh, you, you, you had me at hello. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I I think I I can see you in a few weeks time saying I've beat Hades and I adored it. I can, oh, I, cool. I genuinely, Biggie. I think you'll you'll get hooked on it after your first few few runs. It's one of those roguelikes check, that I doesn't think it's waste. Quite cheap, actually, at the minute, it well. doesn't waste your time. If you die, you still progress. Yeah. And the last Returnal's thing I want to very quickly like mention is I've been re-watching The Office, the US one. Oh, it's um, so good. Up to season seven, still enjoying it. The relationship is fantastic between Pam and Jim. I've said it before, but I've just fallen in love with those two again. I think it's so well done, how drawn out They become the main characters, works. don't they? Quite, quite quickly, but they become the main characters in the show. The background characters, again, they get some great moments throughout the series, but mm. fuck me, does Andy Bernard need to die oh, like Andy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. every time he starts singing I want to punch his face in man it is so <laughs> annoying so annoying I love that he has great moments don't get me wrong no, but in but... real life Ed, Ed Helms is supposed to be quite stoic and quiet he is oh. and he's also a world class banjo player yeah he's one of the best <laughs> in the world <laughs> Yeah, he's really quite Every bloke. time he keeps doing those singing riffs, it's just like, oh, <laughs> shut up. We know you can do it. Stop doing it. Yeah, it's, oh. I love him. He's brilliant. No, I hate him. Man. You're supposed to hate him. my head in. Well, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, it winds me up. But yeah, really enjoyed it. But I haven't got to the bit where uh, Michael Scott leaves and then we got all the weird managers. I remember that being not so great. So. No, no, no. There's some funny bits. You get Robert California. Oh, I do love Robert California. The man's <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> Is that uh, James Spader? Yeah, James Spader's character, yeah. yeah. Selling is like Will Ferrell, sex. isn't there? And there's that annoying Kate, whatever her name is. Will Kate Ferrell's only in it for two episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Catherine, the Catherine Tate episodes would. Catherine correct. Tate, that was it. Oh, she's a poor... She stays in it until the end, doesn't she? she I, don't find, I don't find her funny at all. No, I don't. No, I don't. But you get Kathy Burke, don't you? Is it Kathy Burke? Is that her name? Mm. Yeah. She's the CEO of uh, Sabre. Yeah, yeah. Sabre. She's brilliant. Or Sabre, as they first called it. (laughs) Sabre, yeah. It's a great show. It's a great show. Always got time for the office. That was pretty much my Christmas. Have you got ADHD, Biggie? Because you've done more than me. (laughs) I I was just ill, mate. I was uh, (coughs) recovering throughout Christmas and New Year. So my my daughter was ill and then we got it from her. So, yeah. Yeah, kids are mingers. Kids are actually mingers. They eat their own bogeys. They're horrible. They're horrible creatures. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Stig hasn't joined us, so I'm sure he's done some riveting. And listening to me talk about him, his ears will be prickling up and be like, I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to talk about Well, you didn't turn up. You know. <laughs> so, womp, womp. Um, have you got any feedback? Well, you know who has turned up? Our listeners. Always. 
So, starting off with uh, that F-King guy, Dean. Uh, he says, Things I've been doing this week, aside from going back to work. I've been watching Bobby Fingers videos on YouTube, an incredibly talented model maker who creates insanely detailed dioramas of trash pop culture events. Mm, I watched so it. You'll con- so you'll construct one-tenth models of um, Steven Seagal or Mel Gibson from scratch, meticulously <laughs> paint them, then add them no to way. the scenes. All while providing a narration of the work's details that sometimes devolves into fights about fanny scanners or parody pop songs <laughs> and not wanting his best mate from school to have sex with his sister. Then after painstakingly creating the whole thing, he packs it up in a box and buries it somewhere in the country, the geolocation of which is hidden in the video somewhere. Oh, I think he wow. also did a diorama of Michael Jackson on fire. <laughs> guys, guys, that did actually happen. I'm into in it. Pe- yeah, Pepsi no, it commercial. did. Yeah. 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 Oh wow, that's good. Um, Bobby Fingers. Okay. Yeah. Into it. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like your street noodles. Also sounds like a um, a rival to Candy, who has got her own YouTube crafty channel. May I add? What is it not, called again, Candy? Uh, Candy, Candy Fingers. Studios. Not Candy Fingers. No. <laughs> Nowhere as near as uh, Bobby Fingers. So manage your expectations. Yeah, I like it. Um, next up is someone is editing the document as I'm talking. Who is it? Me, you missed that know. bit. You missed that one. I, I oh. don't know where the document is. I <laughs> I didn't miss it. I was going to it next. I just wanted to get the Dean one out. Oh, I didn't know. You did it in <laughs> different orders. <laughs> I thought you missed it. Guys, I, I, professional I, I don't tell you how to do the news. <laughs> you do? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> no, he just really tells you how to do the news. That's I just my correct job. your pronunciation. Next. <laughs> yeah, same, same. <laughs> Couchy Gamer on Twitter has said, finished uh, Gen Z. I think it was Gen V. Uh, Gen it was v. great. Yeah. Uh, played a little bit of way too many games. Listened to Pure Dead Gaming Podcast and Donnie's tweets on the PlayStation pod. Great week uh-huh. of content. Into it. Excellent. I don't know what yeah. most of that meant, but into it. Well, Pure, Pure Dead Gamer. Gaming's a, a, a really good podcast. Um, Scottish, ranty about games. I thought we were the same pure. That's a very Scottish word to say. Xenos uh, has said, This week I've been playing some games I haven't touched in the best part of a decade. My girlfriend has been, start- has been talking about starting a Minecraft server for some time now, and this week we finally got it running. Being back in the world of caves and creepers is a weird experience after basically 10 years away. So much has changed that, I almost, that almost nothing I remember is relevant anymore. I woke up on an island and punched trees, sure but now we've travelled miles from our starting position to set up on top of a mountain covered in cherry blossom and are starting our obligatory ridiculous house project of building a gigantic tree on top of the mountain, <laughs> which also has a convenient ravine underneath for underground expeditions. I'll keep you posted if anything weird happens. <laughs> however, I, I did say... I oh, sorry. Carry on. However, I did say games, not game. Spent mm. the money I got for Christmas on three game collections on Steam. That is, the entire Mega Man Battle Network collection... And right. the Mega Man Zero and ZX collection. <coughs> I didn't realize how hard the nostalgia was going to hit me on these, though. When I started up ZX, I spent half an hour just listening to the music player before I started gameplay because it's, it's so more or less good. the whole game's soundtrack from the start. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Greengrass Gradation and the Area mm-hmm. A theme in particular. I'm much better at them than I was expecting after almost 15 years away from them. And I'm genuinely surprised at how much I remember and how much I how much I've had enough muscle memory to find stuff without looking it up. Mm. I even managed to get lost looking for one of the upgrades and wander into it by accident. Weirdly, the one thing I don't remember is that the sequel to ZX, ZX Advent, 
mm. has voice acting on a lot of the cutscenes. Does. It's really not great voice acting either. It isn't. <laughs> not sure what the sound director was given the people to work with, but it's almost embarrassingly cheesy. Don't open that door! <laughs> I'm still enjoying the hell out of the games, though. If you've ever been interested in picking them up, they work great with a controller. I'm using a Switch Pro controller with a USB cable. I can't mm. speak for the keyboard and mouse controls, and I'll probably spend the next month or so at least all these because just so many games to get through. But I'm expecting it to take longer than that. Awesome. Is there the, the, um, oh, go go on. on. No, you go on. Okay, I was just going to say, I mean, you know I'm a bit of a retro head, and I know Oodles likes his uh, mm-hmm. playing with around with these little metro, retro machines as well. There's something Dope. about 8-bit and 16-bit music that we never really talk about in this pod, really, do we? We don't talk about the old soundtrack. Hits different, doesn't it? It hits different. The, 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 what those musicians had to do with what little they had is just so <laughs> impressive. Yeah. It's just insane. blows my mind even now to this day. Some of the Commodore 64 music and stuff is just like, wow. I'm sure it could be a very good patron episode where we talk about our best 16-bit music or something like that. Mm. Just putting it out there for mm. the patrons to decide. But yeah. yeah, going back to Mega Man X... The, X is notoriously known to be easier than normal Mega Man games, but still, it's still a tough game to relax to, but Never played I can one. relax to it. I can relax to them. The The Mega Man games, Rockman, wherever, you, wherever you're playing them or however you're playing them, they're not relaxing. They're horrible. <laughs> they're horrible. <laughs> they're, they're, they're games that actively hate you. Yeah, apart from uh, 11. 11 was really good. But the fucking hell. But I, I, like, I like the X. I, I like the X games and Battle Network games. They're fucking, they're completely different kettle of fish. They're brilliant. Love that Mega well, Man. Where's all the love for Mighty Number no. 9? Mighty Number no. 9. Never played it. I've heard really <laughs> bad things. But going back as well to his Minecraft chatter, I don't know what the loop is to Minecraft, so I don't know how difficult it is to build stuff and everything. But no, should we should either. we be playing that as, as a collective and streaming that? Should we be playing some Minecraft? I mean, you're welcome to. I've got no interest in Minecraft. But I, 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 I want I, us I, all I, to do it. No, but I, I don't. I don't like crafty games. I'm not very. I'm. I'm not. Good at is that what it is? Is it? I know it's got craft in the title. Is it a crafty game? We have to craft stuff. <laughs> is there mining yes. involved? <laughs> I know there's mining <laughs> involved. You literally, as as you said, you start punching trees and punching rocks to make to get enough things together to make a pickaxe, which Scrap then you start mining then. with. I'm not doing and you that. You start building up and building up and building up. <laughs> Isn't there a way where I can just make a giant monolith penis without resources? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's creative mode. There you go. I would lose all that. my time doing that. <laughs> I've never but played people, it. People have done fucking mental things. People have made RAM in it. Like fully I know, functioning. Man. I know they're a computer. I know people have made like Minis Tirith completely. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm not kidding. Someone has made a computer that plays Minecraft within yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. I've seen Fucking it. But mental. Have they done that on free mode or have they done that by crafting? Yeah. No, no, that's that's in like free creative mode. I just don't understand what Minecraft is. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't either. I've never played it. I've no interest in it. That's I don't even do the crafting in Fortnite. This one's always on it. Fuck off. <laughs> Apparently, apparently, it's really good in VR. VR, yeah. Oh no. Anyway, any more? Uh, yeah, we've got two more. Uh, next up, Best Boy Angry Kurt. Uh, this week, I finished watching the excellent Poker Face on Now TV slash Sky. If you don't know, it's a TV show written and mostly directed by Ryan Johnson of Knives Out and Glass Onion fame, and has very similar vibes to those films in terms of tone and eccentric characters and great writing. It's about uh, a woman who has the ability to tell when people are lying. Isn't that all women? 
Um, yeah, they're really good at that. Uh, each episode has a self-contained story, but there is an overarching background narrative throughout too. I loved it and highly recommend it, especially if you enjoyed Knives Out and Glass Onion. What about um, that Star Wars film he did? I liked it. I liked it too. I like Ryan Johnson. But what 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 what's this show on? What's it on Netflix? It's now TV or Sky. So it's like, I think it's HBO. HBO. Um, and he finished off saying, I've also been continuing with Lies of Locke Lamora and still very much enjoying it. Get on you, Kurt. It's a great book. Yeah, I own the first one. I've not even started it. Now, for our, fi- for our final bit of feedback for the evening, we have, uh, shall we say, a multimedia presentation. <laughs> oh, it's not for Mr. Worldwide, is it? It's for Mr. Podcast Worldwide himself, yes. Sing a song for my modern pals. I finished Baldur's Gate. Bill Win the Bard, he lost an eye when a conversation with a hag went awry. Failed at shagging handsome Gale, but got some shadow heart tail. I climbed a steeple, blew up mushroom people, and petted Scratch the best good boy. No new game plus. Or so it seems, the game's calling me again. 137 hours of stealing cheese, bardic inspiration made it a breeze. And in Act 3, I spoiled a spoiler and did the spoiler quest. I spoiled a clown's corpse and struck a bunch of cats. That was the very best. I'll miss them all when I uninstall. Withers, Albert Cub, Volo, and Orin the Red. Even that annoying ginger shit child that I wish I'd left for dead. There you go. There's Planty's feedback for the week. Voice of an angel. Clinically insane. He, he, I was talking to him about it, and he said he didn't. He, he didn't just want to like send in texts like he normally does because it was something like you know quite special like. This is the first time he's beaten a game like um, Baldur's Gate. So I said, yeah, go on. You're a patron. Why not? <laughs> go on. You're a patron. Um, how do I get rid of this video now? <laughs> Let's hope not everybody starts doing feedback like this way. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for that. I- I'm-, I'm glad you enjoyed um, the obvious game of the year last year. <laughs> um, I can tell you now, I-, I-, I played a Dark Urge playthrough this since New Year's, and that makes the game a completely different game. You know that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm not sure if I've got the the emotional fortitude to do that. I just. I. I was like, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but that just changes the game completely. It's like an. It's like a. It's it's a bit like a sequel. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a what wow. if? It's it really does change everything, and it's wild. It changes endings and endings to acts and stuff like. It's wild. But yeah, thank you very much for giving us that feedback, Planty, and everyone else. You've been lovely. 
Um, again, Kenny Potter should be out by the time you listen to this for patrons, shouldn't it, Candy? I think so. I think it's coming out. Now, Monday. we have we have ended the run and the chat of the films. I have watched every Harry Potter film, but there is another episode to come. Our breakdown of everything we've been through. Our journey so far. So it's not over for that spin-off show just yet. Coming up very soon. If you are a patron, please, please, please let us know if you enjoyed that and what would you like to see next? We'll probably ignore you. This is usually the end of the show, but before we end it, we take a trip down to a special place where nonce nuggets are everywhere and cats are there to be stroked. It's Candyland. And now, what's up in Candyland? Um, yeah, I had another shower thought this week. Oh, no. Um, Wait, that's two showers this year. Well done. I know, I'm doing well. New Year's resolution. I know. Um... Do you think fish? The roof. Do you think fish get hiccups? <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's break this. Hold your breath. Down. Let's break this down. So, fish. Yeah, do they scare each the other to get rid of them? Fish yeah, have diaphragms. Fish <laughs> extract oxygen from H two O, don't they? They actually they do yes. breathe oxygen, but they extract it through the water. Uh, oxygen causes hiccups. Do they have lungs? Do fish have lungs? They Don't must know. have some kind of lung. No, they, they have gills. Squeeze it through the gills. Yeah. Fish is not. It's not a lung. A respiratory system. But yeah, but yeah, but they get they get the oxygen as the water yeah. flows through the gills. Yeah. So it's not a lung. Bag, as, a, as opposed like to a lung got... which stores, which pulls it in, then breathes yeah. it out. Yeah. So I they think also the they also don't have diaphragms. And it's there a diaphragm, this is what causes yeah. the hiccup. It's a spasm, isn't it? It's a spasm. It's a spasm in the diaphragm. So, we've broken it down. It's ruined it, Candy. It's boring. But the answer is no. 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 Do you know what fart? else on the, uh, on the hiccup wagon? Um, I had the hiccups the other day, and I've discovered a new way of getting rid of them. I opened my mouth in the mirror to see if I could see what a hiccup looked like. Um, <laughs> and I didn't get any more. I didn't get any more hiccups. They went away. Do you know what you did? You stretched your mouth and probably stretched your diaphragm while you were doing it. My mouth isn't attached to my diaphragm. No, but your body is. Do you know what does get rid of hiccups though? Like if you get a, like water and you put you put tissue, you put like kitchen all over the top, and then you you drink through it. Oh, what it are goes. you talking about? Oh, oh, can it? So you waterboard yourself? Yeah, it works. <laughs> There's, there's, two, there's two other really good ways of getting rid of hiccups. Unless you've got chronic hiccups, and I, I do apologise if you're suffering with that. Have the a drink of water in. or hold your breath. No, yeah. no, they don't work. Yes, they I've do. Always, do. I've always had hiccups after doing that. Do you, no, like, no, no, no. I, no, no, I, no. I, you, I mean, you've I, still I got empt- hiccups. I, I am, I, rather than holding my breath, I empty my lungs, then hold the empty yeah. lungs. Yeah. So the diaphragm yeah, is as relaxed as possible. It's yeah. relaxed, yeah. But try the kitchen roll over the water. In the- no, I'm, I'm not, not going to waterboard myself. It works. I'm not going to reenact black site, <laughs> black site act on myself. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because what if I'm into it? What if I find out I'm also, into waterboarding? Also, I love the idea of you trying to see what a hiccup looked like in the mirror. It just it, it, it reminds me of that of that Simpsons gag where Homer walks in and he's like, oh, my ears are burning. He says, I wanted to see inside, so I lit a Q-tip on fire. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I imagine they it. look a bit like boomerangs. Candy, <laughs> floating you, 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 live al- you, you, you live alone. Well, you've got a f- feline friend, but you live alone, don't you? Mm, he gets hiccups as well. Cats do get hiccups, I know. I've seen that. I've yeah, they do. The presence of that. It's actually quite candy, That's actually. Quite cute it, candy, it is really cute around. when they do. But um, So you live alone. You talk to the mirror, I'm assuming. Well, occasionally, yeah. <clears throat> um, standing with the man in the do you know how? Do you know how you went out a lot this last week? Carry on doing that because it's better for you. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Because I'm worried for you now. Do you also, have you noticed as well as we get to our old Here age, you don't get the hiccups, you get a hiccup. No. Like you don't have like no. like you're not old enough then. You don't get the train of hiccups. I I'm tell you, younger than you. I, 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 I get I, hiccups for days at a time. I've grown I up. I can vouch for candy on this one, actually. It's very true. What, they the don't hiccup? last like they used to. Yep. Yeah, yep. you go from going <laughs> every couple of seconds to going now she's got <laughs> real hiccups. And, that, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I only yep. tend to get hiccups when I've, when I've been drinking a lot of fizzy drinks. I fart no, a lot tend- more, though. I have noticed that. <laughs> yeah, oh, accidentally. <laughs> Have you ever and looked yeah, at a mirror to see what a fart looks like, Candy? <laughs> eh? Get a mirror down there and see what a fart looks like. I've lit a fart on fire. I know what it looks like. It goes green. Have you ever done that? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, mate. It's brilliant. Until you set your fucking Arsehole jeans on fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> like back, back to the Asshole. big ring. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your esteemed Candyland this week, Candy. Um, can we stop having shower farts? For a while, <laughs> no. it depends on how many showers a year she takes. Yeah. Well, there's at least three more bit. to come. <laughs> Got my birthday yet? Birthday shower. Mm. Thank you. And then, very much. then there's the big summer scrape. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. If you are a patron, join us in a few seconds in the green room. If you're not a patron, why not? Look at yourself in the mirror. Check check it. What a haircut looks like, and ask yourself, why aren't I paying these guys? Because this is good shit. Really Five pound a month plus VAT is all the costs. It sounds like a public costs. service announcement. You know, it's like check your testicles for testicular cancer. <laughs> check your mouth for a hiccup. For a hiccup. You never <laughs> Next time you're washing your hands, sing the happy birthday song and ask yourself why you're not paying as a fiver plus VAT. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.